Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. You know what pisses me off? What? It's the fact that I've been doing this for longer than you, and yet no one asked me to do any of the fucking intros. Well, then why don't you have a go? Okay, actually, yeah, good point. Okay, why not? <clears throat> hey, this is Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings. Listener discretion is advised, because you're listening to The Rimmins Lob Show. And that's why they ask me. Why? Because it's the Robin Slim Show. What did I say? The Rim and Slob Show. Oh, fuck. You're listening to the Robin Slim Show. With Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> and Slamborghini. It's hurting until it's squirting, baby. Yeah, yeah. Internet radio's finest. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim. I am not in large status, I know I have not made it I am not a pop star, rocking out in Las Vegas Saucy boos and all go, yo I'd rather not make it, trying to take it totally in tune and fame and not hate it So I spoke to bits about ownership, so committed I own the shit Focus me to my flow in this, and I show commitment by going in And I don't gotta get a profit to be dope I knock a hit and call it what I want, the minus flows I'm trying to find the truth, rhyming to inspire you Buying all my time and time a dozen, I deny my youth Well I ignite the booth, mine inside a fire too I find my muse and I can do it all despite the food And I've never been affiliated with any kind of gang So everything I sang is somehow so underrated I don't got that muscle, I don't got that grind Got no goddamn puppet that owns my life But if It's my mic, cause I love it when I do it, I have fun with it Loving counts as something, so I hum I'm never done spitting Y'all can follow money, but I suggest you pick your gut, get it? Y'all don't gotta prove what you get done to anyone So your flows, I know when you wrote the rap So alone in that cold sack, no commotion and no reaction So you own it for so many passions What matters is you have it and what you say The truly vivid euphemism soothing any pain So breathe in the vocal, squeeze it and hold it You own it, you know that only you control what you flow and set in the motion when every hope's a locomotive and going, it's gonna roll with the flows and grow into focus and motion. Ain't I never been affiliated with any kind of gang? So everything I sang is somehow so underrated. I don't got that muscle, I don't got that grind. Got no goddamn pump if it owns my life. But it's my mind. I 
And everything I skip the best few minutes of my life Get to thinking and writing, I get it written, I This thing is mine, mission and vision collide I get it in and define a way I'm defying the crime Cause I Ain't I never been affiliated With any kind of gang So everything I sang is somehow so underrated Got no goddamn pump that owns my life But it It's my might In this corner, he's known as the Slamborghini. That's right, he breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. Ooh, Slamborghini. I believe you can bend on the Mongolia. Lamborghini thing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it sounds like he took the actual track. <laughs> it is. It's the actual <laughs> song. It's called Lamborghini. Yes. It was made back in the fucking 60s. 70s. Yeah, one of those. Late 70s. Fucking late 80s. I don't know. It's like Travis Waters. His <laughs> book. Let's talk about that in a minute. Gareth and Bex are back. They're back. They, they had taken off time. And they just put their new show out. Gareth's Random Ramblings. It was fucking awesome. They gave us like three shout outs in it. Um, oh, and Bex. At Bex131 on Twitter. She has like a health walk or something. So go there and like pledge or something. Go now. Uh-huh. Get Twitter. Fuck. And uh, Gareth at GRRPod. GRRPod on Twitter. Fucking David from the Unrightable Rants. Made that amazing Slamborghini theme song. <laughs> Juliet Miranda, Unwritable Rant. They just had uh, Nick DiPaolo on that was fucking amazing. It was a really good episode. That's awesome. And uh, who else? Go fucking check that. Go Sauce! That fucking song. Uh, judging My Mic. That'll be out on Friday. It's not even released yet. And uh, new Project 317. That's some really good shit. I already heard some of it. Because he lets me listen. Doesn't let you. You yeah. know, you're just going to fucking play it yeah. for everybody down at the fucking discotheque. Yeah, I mean. Or the fucking. Just can't keep me away from that discotheque. <laughs> right? Uh... What's that? I thought they, they bulldozed it for the meth clinic. They did. When's the meth clinic coming? Pretty soon. And uh, Slamagini's meth tour. <laughs> like, comedy meth tour. Like, you're going to be doing methadone comedy. Yeah, just methadone. For the methadone buddies. The methadone key. Uh, Slamborghini was just filming me, me in on you this because I had this. I had no clue that. Wait, is that where a... the Chinese restaurant was? Is that where it's going? <laughs> oh no, that used to be a Shell gas station. Oh miso, sorry. 
<laughs> methadone so clinic. <laughs> but it is like right around the corner. From yeah, me so itchy. Because that so... shit, that heroin makes you itch. I think. <laughs> <laughs> <Doesn't>... <laughs> they say it does. I've never experienced. Me so that. nodding off in the middle of work. You just <laughs> dude's fucking at, like standing at work trying to like work a conveyor belt, and he's just fucking. Oh, man. You know that dude. You know, everybody knows that dude. <laughs> everybody either is or was or knows that dude. <laughs> Used to be one in the break room just like just, nodding off. Just duping. And he just looked like he'd come out. It's like how, every time you saw him, it was like, how many nights has this dude slept in the woods? His hair was, <laughs> it'd be like 30 degrees out. His hair would be all wet from sweat. There's like twigs and pine needles. Just, just his skin like just fucking covered in like a film of just sweat and dirt ticks. grime ticks ticks and lice just <laughs> crawling <laughs> so yeah you gotta go you gotta go like can you can we get you in there should we should we should say you, you you're like an addict to get you in there <laughs> oh, and then get you some good methadone and get you to do comedy for them <laughs> you're like, what about these methadone prices huh they're killing me <laughs> what about these heroin prices huh you ever see a junkie come apart like that <sighs> It's cheaper than candy bars. Hey, yo! Oh, hey. <laughs> gotta get you your methadone jokes. You gotta start writing those. That'll be good. <laughs> Since you can't do a beef jerky. A beef jerky read. <laughs> I forgot about that. I gotta cut that up. That's what you call it. it or, or even your own, your own fucking trivia. That was the right. best. Oh. Fucking everyone loved that. Who's Slam It Be Now? And uh, who's an epic film guy's? Said uh said it was genius, but then they said Slambo sucked at his own trick. <laughs> well, that, that's the, the best is when you were screaming one of the lines with yours, and it was that, that's the fr- that's the frightening part about these politicians. <laughs> no, that, 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 that you don't remember, part about you. remember your life. Is <laughs> <laughs> blackout drunk during every show. <laughs> Especially for the debates, I had to. Yeah, be. that's the only way to go, Lamborghini. That is the only way. What the fuck else is going on? Oh, Travis Waters sent me an email today. West Coast kid. What was it? He sent me an email with an update about the movie. I guess the movie that uh, the producer that's making his movie is doing another movie uh, called The Mafia Ain't Dead that Vivica Fox just uh, signed on to, and then it. It's got a whole article on that, but then it goes, uh, where is it? Where is it? The blah, 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 blah. Where the fuck did it go? I had it ready, but then I scrolled up to see. Uh, two-time Emmy award-winning producer Jared Cipher from Cipher Entertainment <clears throat> is attached to the films as the film's executive producer. Cipher has uh, recently produced Altitude, distributed by Lionsgate, an action thriller, Starring Denise Richards, uh, Dolph Lundgren, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Chuck Liddell. Safier is currently uh, in development on the West Coast Kids set in the 80s. This is an incredible true life story of Travis Waters, high school star athlete who played against future NFL star Deion Sanders before becoming a drug smuggler for Pablo Escobar. After being captured by federal agents, he landed a brutal maximum security prison uh, sentence where he struggled to survive against hardened criminals serving life sentences. It's fucking awesome. I was just telling two dudes at work about it yesterday. That's about that book. 
Sounds like they got some pretty decently big names attached to it, though. Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, like Dolph. That's not in the movie. That's not a movie. He thinks Dolph Lundgren is going to be playing under the fucking Cubans. None of those actors. Pay attention, Slimer. Dolph Lundgren's the football. And Chuck Liddell plays Deion Sanders. He's the coach. Oh, my God. And Vivica Fox as the warden. Oh, I'm, I'm probably wrong too, but I believe that was the movie out. Out. I can't even say. Out, I thought altitude. I said it. Yeah, altitude. <laughs> I believe. I think so. Did you see it? No, I did not. Fuck you. Go see it. <laughs> I should go see it. I want to make sure sport. that that Travis Warder's got the right guy to direct yeah. his. Uh, his or movie. that maybe that was his movie. Maybe he's just tricking you. Could Slambo. Be. He Go told on. me that. He also told me that his parents clamped his eyes open as a kid and made him watch uh, Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> they forced me to. It was awesome. They clockwork orange. It was an awesome movie, though. For Jacob's Ladder. That was an, did you sneak and watch it? Because he said they wouldn't let you watch it. No, no, they wouldn't let me watch it. I watched it like years later oh, and like loved the movie. Days later. Days like, later. I'm getting yeah. this shit. Oh, I'm sneaking this in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tell me I can't do it, motherfuckers. I'm the Slamborghini, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> yeah, that would be great if that was like one of the reasons you are. <laughs> Who you are is because... Yeah, I don't think that would do that to me. Force to watch. Force watched. <laughs> Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. A reference. Heavy Pubes is amazing. He's a good... Oh, he's yes. a great character. Shit was great. I listened to that interview a couple times. Oh, uh, Heavy Pubes. And the uh, the Pootie Pie call was great. Did I, I, I never... I, I'm never in the room when heavy pubes calls. Like I'm either going to the yeah. bathroom or I gotta cook something. You know, like like heroin or yeah. meth. I gotta cook up some. <laughs> you know, you call on your. Uh... I gotta go to my mobile meth He's lab. He's the yeah. chef. <laughs> <laughs> my blue uh, crystals. Yeah, fuck yeah. What's it? Women's History Month now. Where, where do they get a fucking month? I just saw that shit today trending. So uh, it is what. It's like, no, it's another celebrate. The cods of being second best. Identity politic bullshit. Not owning land. I think oh, Madonna should have been the spokeswoman for that. <laughs> should have got a clip of her at that fucking women's march with her stupid hat. You should wear one of those stupid hats. You should scream, I got a vagina, baby. <laughs> you should have went to that march with like a penis costume. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Ooh, wow. Ooh. No, you should have just went with your dick out. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> It's like you go to church <laughs> right. in the methadone clinic. <laughs> with his dick out. That's all. No, no, but the uh, one of those penis costumes. We're going to rock out with our cocks out, baby. That's fucking sexist. I just, you know, <laughs> slam into people. Especially just, being Woman's History Month. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why doesn't somebody give, get them, give us a month, though? Like, it's all these other people. Like, why, why doesn't white guys get a month, huh? When white, is white? White straight white male month. I just posted a video. <laughs> We should watch that video. White All right. month. <laughs> it's uh, it's the first one I think in there. Oh, it's after the the ad. Slamborghini's gonna get to redeem himself by reading the ad. But yeah, this is uh, I saw this a few minutes ago, and it's true. Like they, they he talked. Rucka talked about it in his fucking song. Everything's <laughs> racist. That's so why I was sending that to a friend, and then I saw this under it. I'm like, is this somebody reacting to his video? But no, it's not. It's about the college that that Rucka had yeah. in that video. I don't hear anything. Is it not plugged in? Uh, oh. God damn it. I don't know. What the fuck? 
<laughs> I played music like right before the show. No, you so didn't. I did. When you were, you were you outside. listening to music? I was. I can play the audio. All right, hold on. Uh, try this. Ugh. You're a racist. That's according to the University of Wisconsin's Examples of Microaggressions, a list of discouraged phrases and behaviours that are being handed out to new faculty and staff. I'm not making this up. This isn't a spoof. This isn't a hoax. You can visit the official University of Wisconsin website and see this for yourself. So here's a list of actual things that according to the University of Wisconsin are racist. Asking someone where they are from or where they were born. Telling someone they speak good English. Where you born? Telling someone that you have several black friends. Saying that you're not a racist. That's racist. Complimenting an Asian person by telling them they are very articulate. Asking an Asian person for help with science or math. Uttering the phrase, there is only one race, the human race. Saying that you think America is a melting pot and that when you look at someone, you don't see their race. Believing that the most qualified person, regardless of race, should get the job. Thinking that every person, regardless of race, can succeed in society if they work hard enough. Telling a black person who is being too loud to be quiet. <laughs> Telling an Asian or Latino person who is being too quiet to speak up. <laughs> Mistaking a person of color for being a staff member when you're in a store. <laughs> Calling something gay. <laughs> Doing oh, an impression gay. of someone's dialect or accent. <laughs> the University of Wisconsin told the college fix that the words and phrases are not banned per se, but acknowledge that this list is but being we know used you're in faculty it. and staff training <laughs> courses. People need to the shove list that list up their ass. similar to one being used for faculty training at the University so of California not to and use several other colleges across the country. So there things. you have it. You're a racist. And don't try and deny that you're a racist. <laughs> because as the list illustrates, that only proves you're a racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I never knew like everything, like everything that was banned. That's fucking, wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so like we used to be able like oh everybody's equal, but now yeah, but you no, have to acknowledge the race difference. That's what I'm saying. You got to be like this. You you can't be like yeah everybody can get that job. Be like only this gook can do his job, <laughs> right. and that's not racist, right? Only this gook so. will fit fit the fucking fit fit the profile. Yeah. And do all the science and math and shit. Yep. And, and we gotta tell them to sh- fucking speak louder. Quiet damn gooks. <laughs> that was ridiculous. It's <laughs> good shit. Hope we learned. Yeah. Hope we learned nothing. Yeah. What else? What else are you doing? What else am I doing? You gonna read that ad? Just tons of racist things, you know. I don't think that ad was racist. There's uh where's the other thing I had? With yeah. Richard Kassan. Right. If you don't butcher this ad, I'll read that after yours. All right. <laughs> Is it this? Uh... Hold on. <laughs> I'm, 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 I got it up on my phone. Buddy. All right, let's see. Let's see. Is it all there? <laughs> Looks like it's all there. <laughs> it, 
It was posted one minute ago. I think. I think no, uh, a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. I didn't post no, anything a minute was... ago. We've been on the air for fucking twenty minutes. About <laughs> what group are you in? I mean, you're a fucking in group, man. Group go, go, go ahead and read that one. Why don't we do that? What do we got? What do we got? It's yeah. a jerky ad. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't a minute ago though. Your phone's way behind. <laughs> yeah. So like that's why you got to give him twenty Dude, minutes. My old phone was better. This one's a piece oh. of shit. All right. <laughs> I don't trust this now. (laughs) Hey, America! Oh, Oh, this is bad. You don't have to scream into it. I lowered the mic. Anytime you don't have to scream into it. Hey, America! Do you suffer from a flaccid floppy cock? Do you ever worry about identity theft? Have you ever cried? Then go to fivefingerjerky.com right now and order some of their delicious flavors. Of beef jerky like balsamic ginger, Hawaiian hallelujah, and caffeinated honey sriracha. And my personal favorite, Tibetan teriyaki. Go to fivefingerjerky.com to back up all your important personal files today. Yeah. Awesome. That's right. Well done. Finally. (laughs) Yeah, well, it actually loaded. (laughs) You're racist fuck. This right, this time, yeah. What, uh... Where's the other thing? Was that was that last week? Uh, I think that was the beginning of I don't know. Oof. What? Uh, nothing. I was just. What'd you find? Oh, Tell it's, us. It's, it's this thing that you would. Oh yeah, on. yeah. We should get. I should have got her on. You like what? that broad? What a fucking. We'll talk dog. about that after <laughs> after Slambo sings. But uh, March 10th and 11th, our good friend comedian Richard Kassan will be at Riddle's Comedy Club in Chicago. One show Friday night, Friday at 9 p.m. Central. Two shows Saturday at 8. And 10.30 p.m. Central. And I'll be back on our show Wednesday, March 15th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What, oh, yeah, that broad. What was, she's like a fucking what? What did it say? I don't know. It said she's she close a... close it? I think she's a... What did it say terrorist about behind A terrorist. It. Yes, she is. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the news story. She's like a fucking terrorist. And she's heading up uh, one of the protests. She's yeah. been like... The next woman's She's been march. jailed for, for terrorism. Like, Oof. And that's who you want at the next minute, woman's march. Oh, I yeah. guess Madonna wasn't fucking militant enough. <laughs> yeah. Look at in that. her bomb threats <laughs> that you need this ghoul. <laughs> this fucking ghoul. Yeah, that's horrible. Dude, what about... What, dude, they're stealing all your interdimensional shit. Oh, man. Did you see that? All my interdimensional oh. They fucking shit? discovered seven Earth... They, they, they discovered oh. uh, seven Earth-sized planets oh, in a... Uh, in one of the systems, and three of those planets are in like the habitable zone, where they'd be like oh, yeah. far enough, or yeah, whatever yeah, for life. But three ap- of those fucking planets. But apparently, the sun in this this system is like dimmer than ours, so it'd be is like it would be like sunset every time, like all what? day, like high noon. Sunset every day. It would be dark times. Yeah. Uh, all the time. Well, so you would get half days, or what would it be? Well, pretty much, you get like really. It would be really dark. Like that'd be better. Wait, like, but how long? Like. Like, would it be like a year of dark and then one day of light, like Australia? I mean, uh, no, no, fucking like, Alaska? So, like, all right, so it's 12 o'clock on this planet, okay. right? 12 noon. It would be as light as it is now, but it would still be just as hot. O'clock. Yeah, because the, the star is like a fucked up type of, it's like a red dwarf. Have you like, been there? Yeah, I've been there. So, wait, so, I'm wait, so there. what happens, though? How long? So, you got a half a day. So, it's, it's 12 and I'm going to sleep now. Yeah. But I'm waking up how many, how long later? Like 12 so, hours later? Yeah, so... so it's so like 12 hours. No, wait, four hours later. It's four hours. Yeah. So this is like, and, is everything on a cob? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's the cob planet. Right so there. you don't want to be in that one. No, you don't want to be in that planet. So is this like the really tiny one, though, with like that tiny house? 
Yeah, that's the no, no. That's the that's the one that's just it's normal. You think it's cool, but when you land on it, there's cobs everywhere. Like no, yeah, but then they the really tiny one too. Oh, the really right. tiny one. Yeah, is that one of those planets? Yeah, I think that might be there too. I think Fuck. that's the only other choice. Yeah. You can't. You could do. So what happens? So you got a half a day. You get like a four hour work day. Yeah, pretty much. Because you. So can that's only, better. You can only see for a half a day. Let's go. <laughs> do you make more money? Oh, the same money. No, nah, you make more like, money because, you know, you know, they had to compensate for the, the light, you know, the amount of light you're getting. Who have you sent there? Slambots? Yeah, the Slambots are there. They're going to conquer the planet and slave the natives. Are we going? How are we going to get there? It's going to take us, like, millions of fucking years. You're going to hijack. you got to get us uh, light speed. We if gotta, you go light speed, it'll be, like, 40 years, my friend Kevin told me. Well, we got to hijack the Moon Master's spaceship. But we can't. How do we fucking locate? We have not had the Gorgatron even contact us. We have no I update. We, we don't even know what's going on. We had that last system failure message in our 100th show. <laughs> so I don't even know what the fuck is going on anymore. I think we severed ties. Yeah. And then the Gorgatron got drunk. Oh, yeah. And he called us several other characters. He did. <laughs> almost ruined uh, a couple important interviews. <laughs> that Gorgatron. It's a real fucking drunk bag of shit. Well, then, and then he sicked Phil Cosby. On his Phil Cosby. Phil Cosby. I don't think I've even listened to that. <laughs> Phil Cosby is the uh, he, I, I he's the herald of the Gorgatron. Also, yeah. uh, Phil Cosby. He's the messenger of the Gorgatron. <laughs> <laughs> but they might be able to find him though in that fucking the, the vacations they're giving away. Do you see the vacation? Are you signing up? The, oh, the moon vacation. The oh, moon vacation. Vaca- that moon should be your vacation. next mancation. Yeah. Should be the mooncation. I should go on the mooncation. Yeah, it's uh, I don't wonder how much fucking money the mooncation is. I'd have to sell uh, SpaceX plans to launch humans around the moon. Are they just launching them on like the drug catapult that we seized? Yeah. From Mexico? Yep. <laughs> SpaceX <laughs> sending two private individuals. Did you see the stupid little like shuttle thing? It looks like it's going to fall apart. It's in, it's in the group. I don't know if it's in this, but in the group in the story above the one you clicked on is like the picture of the little SpaceX fucking flying dildo. It looks like it's... Would you sit in that in space? I paid Elon Musk over thousands what? of dollars to go to the moon. Elon Musk. Whoa. Oh, it is Elon Musk. It's a company. <laughs> yeah. But why did Christopher Walker? What did he do on the moon? Oh man, he should definitely go. I just love to hear his commentary. As How, does it say how much it costs? <laughs> I think I saw on one of them that it. One of them had a price. So a price tag on it. A price sticker. Two guys are pet. It says two thrill two seekers. Are homos. Two homos, right? Because they're going to sit together in that little thing. Fuck yeah, in that little thing. thing. <laughs> how do you think they're going to sit? Grab each other's nads as they're Fuck taking yeah. off. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you got to trick the guy. We're not going to land safe if you don't suck my dick. That's in, it's in the handbook. It's in the pamphlet. It is. It says you got to suck each other off when, you, when you're moon landing. Mr. Musk. Do you get to get out on the moon? Do you get to fucking like do anything? Now you just... Space tourism. Tourism. Is uh, paid by the Russian government? Is that what we're doing here? We're charging... Wait, what? 20 million a trip? How, who has that kind of fucking scratch? <coughs> what? what? What is this? NASA has play, paid the Russians $80 million a, uh, For every time we go up, yeah, because uh, Obama, like, shut us down, uh, shut down our fucking shit, and now we got to pay. We got to pay when we want to go up to the, the Ruskies. That's... Pay that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to pay that shit? <laughs> What else is in it? Oh, they, they, like, how do you like? How many trips is it? One a year? Is it only gonna happen once? Are they gonna die <laughs> on re fucking entry? <laughs> They're gonna burn up and 
The company doesn't expect this to be a one-time mission. Yeah, until until fucking civilians die <laughs> in their orbiting butt plug. The names of the first two travelers have not been released. They are uh, likely paying millions. For this. How the fuck does anybody afford this? Even if, I guess, even if, if you're a millionaire, if you're Christopher Walken, you might be able. to. Why the fuck are we talking about Christopher Walken? <laughs> Why no would you be doing this? Why do you? Is this Walken one of your fantasies? <laughs> Christopher Walken takes on you on a on a moon <laughs> excursion on a moon trip with Christopher Walken. <laughs> what do you do? You just float by it and look at the fucking moon? How fucking gay? How fucking yeah, that is kind yeah, of what a waste of billions. Fuck. <laughs> They're putting an aggressive timeline for the mission. It's not a mission. It's, it's a, a mancation. It's a mooncation. Step in the right direction. Which rely on a rocket and a spacecraft. They've not flown yet. This thing isn't even, like, tested yet. <laughs> the Falcon Heavy rocket is expected to make two... It'd be great if there was, like, a warhead on the fucking thing. And on re-entry, you just end up fucking blown to bits in Iraq. <laughs> That's, like... <laughs> they don't know it yet. <laughs> they have no idea that they're going to be used to bomb fucking Iraq <laughs> on the way home. It's it's why is this why are we ticking? Why is the cab cabin tip ticking on reentry? Dirty bomb. Why is it leaking plutonium everywhere? <laughs> this fucking piece of shit. We're, they're going to skim the surface. Why is it doing that? Skim the surface of the moon. And go quite a bit further into deep space, and then loop back to Earth. So are you? Oh wow! So, yeah, you know that's... something's gonna go wrong. Yeah. I mean, look at that stupid Tom Hanks movie. Oh yeah. Where he's Sully. Look what I'm talking about, Sully, oh, motherfucker. You're just talking about Sully. Yeah, where the bird he killed the bird and landed in the Hudson. But he he he. And they got to make a two-hour movie about that. He did it. See, I figure like they're gonna show him. In, like, high school, he's playing football, and he gets hurt, and then he can't play, and he's crying. Then he opens the carpet store. Yeah. Fucking. It's going it's to be like Roy. Roy the video game. Roy the, took Roy off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> no social security number. And that's what it's going to be. It would be great if it was, like, two hours of the plane. Like, taking off, and then, and then just flying, and just two hours of, like, conversation. And then all of a sudden, you see the bird flying into the fucking wind, like, the windshield, and then it's just, like, to be continued. <laughs> How do you make a two-hour movie out of a ten-minute news story? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. You can't go wrong with Tom Hanks, though. Yeah. What happened on the other one? Apollo. Oh, Apollo yeah. Creed died? That's where, like, the uh, space and module blows up. And Rocky they... trained his son years later? Yeah. I believe so. Sounds yep. about right. So how did uh, Tom Hanks... I didn't think he was in Rocky Three. No, no. He was in Apollo 13. Dolph Lundgren was. Blew he was up. also playing the West Coast Kid. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. He's, he's, playing, yeah, he's playing his teacher, man. I am American Child. <laughs> Travis Waters. He's playing his teacher. I could have went to college. Duh. Stupid Dolph Lundgren. He's not playing Travis Waters. Stop telling everybody. He's playing his teacher, though. His gym teacher. His, his Russian gym teacher. Who got him all roided up. No, that never happened, Slambo. I know. Did you read the real book? I didn't read it, but I do know that didn't happen. How do you know? It could have. I could be spoofing you. Or he could be one of the prisoners. I don't, I don't know. Dolph Lundgren could be one of the prisoners. He could be. But he's, he's white. Oh, well, yeah, so is Travis Waters, so. Okay. There's tons of white people in prison. What? There's a, there's a good amount of white people in prison. Really? Yeah. 
Well, that's weird. I, it's not what Donald I, Trump said. Yeah. <laughs> he must have said something right, though, in that stupid State of the Union. Did you see that piece of shit? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't I, see I any of it. Of it. <clears throat> what happened? Did he say anything good? Because, I don't know, NASDAQ jumped a thousand points overnight. Uh-huh. They said it was the highest jump ever in the fastest amount of time. Yep. So I don't know what the fucking orange bag of shit did. He's doing orange things. Orange fucking bag of shit stuff. He's throwing oranges at the problem. And he's, he's throwing, throwing up. He's Instead of throwing money at the problem, he's throwing, throwing oranges, oranges at the problem. Fuck yeah. You watched it, though? You... I, I only saw bits and pieces. I didn't really see much. I almost killed someone with a frozen orange, orange once. It's a much better story <laughs> than saving people at Butch Gardens. It actually goes with the oranges. I froze it at work for like a week and I forgot about it and then I'm working with Hollywood Christian I'm like Hollywood check this out it's a frozen orange he's like what are you going to do with it and I'm like, going to do this and I just pitched it and it whizzed by this kid like right by his temple and I don't know how he didn't feel either like his hair getting brushed or blown and it almost like just hit him right in the fucking oh. temple and we are both laughing we are almost falling over me and fucking Hollywood oh, we're laughing so hard he's like you know that would have killed him you would have been in jail oh. I, like, I probably would have just gotten coached I would have just gotten like one strike you can kill a kid with an orange as long as he... he was white that wouldn't have been racist right He's kind know, of a retard, yeah. though. No, he was a real retard. It might be. It so might, that might, might yeah, that racist. might have been a hate crime. Yeah. Fuck. Because there's there's a, the whole race of them. We learned that, so we're gonna have to train all of our faculty to not throw oranges at retards. <laughs> nah, you gotta throw oranges. That's the only way they learn. You gotta. We're gonna go on break. Yeah. Are you gonna sing us, or are we gonna play out your your new theme song to break? Oh yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Here we go. It's the Slam Weaver. The Slam Weaver. <laughs> I believe you can bend on the Mongolians. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And Travis Waters just emailed me because I said, uh, you know, I told him, uh, he said he sold out. West Coast Kid, My Redemption Story is sold out. He's waiting on new new uh, books to come in this month. And I said, yeah, dude. He thanked me for uh, promoting it. I was like, no problem anytime. I told him we got to have him back before the movie comes out. He said, sounds good. I'll do it. I'll do it. Either way. E- either way, I'll be on. Awesome. So Dolph so. Lundgren's the prison warden. I, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Where you get that book? Westcoastkid.com? Is it? West Coast Kid? Or is it the Westcoastkid.com? Let me see. Can you get it on Amazon? Too, you can get it on yeah, that shit, can, uh, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that's how I got that, it. I got uh, it on Kindle or whatever? Kindle. Yep. Kindle? What, uh, they, what do they call that? The digital copy? Where's uh, Do I have Google open? Let me see real quick. Uh, Google. Definitely uh, give out the website. I don't remember, like I said, if it's the or the West Coast Kid, Travis D. Waters. Yeah, it's thewestcoastkid.com. Go there, order it, and you can get it on, on fucking barnesandnoble.com. You get it on Amazon, which is where Slim buys all of his glass dildos and yeah. and books. Yep. Yeah, that's correct. By Travis D. Waters. Yep. Only books by Travis Waters, which is only one. Only one, but <laughs> you got to buy it every week. Yeah, <laughs> You need a new copy, new digital copy every week. All right, we're going to break. With Dolph Lund- by Dolph, read by Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> read by Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. The audio b- b- version, read by Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> it's not just any day. It's Mr. Throwback Thursday.
Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Bill, and we are the Mr. Throwback Thursday Podcast. Do you remember when the wheels were steel and the beats were real? We do, and we talk about it every Thursday. You can check out Woo News, One and Done, Record of the Week, and a whole lot more. That's Mr. Throwback Thursday, keeping it classic on iTunes, Stitcher, and at HighVoltageRadio.com. And always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. I know I, where's all your fucking intros, dude, let me see, dude, I can't believe you have the song ready, oh, man. he had it ready, before, before Travis Waters was fighting Dolph Lundgren, oh god, this is painful, what, what, <laughs> painful, the, the Dolph Lundgren story, no, 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 the chorus, <laughs> oh, the why chorus. are you reading, you can't read ahead, you can't cheat, it's gotta be a live read, I gotta find the music, the P and the oh, we got that song to play too. We got that. That was amazing. Piano, very soft, very soft. Piano, sad. That's good music. Uh, what? Oh yeah, I didn't mean to open it. Let's get your regular intro. How do I clear this list? Let's get the Slambo sings the hits intro, and then, then we'll hear your great fucking music. Where is it? Slambo sings the hits. And now it's time for Slambo Reads the Hits with your host, the Slamborghini. best place to find a lover so the bar is where I go me and my friends at the table doing shots drinking fast and then we talk slow and you come over and start up a conversation just with me and trust me I give it a chance now take my hand stop put the band the man on the jukebox and then we start to dance now I'm singing like, girl, you know what I want, your love. Your love was handmade for somebody like me. Come on now, follow my lead. So I may be crazy, don't mind me. Say, boy, let's not talk too much. Grab onto my waist and put that body on me. Come on now, follow my lead. Come, come now, follow my lead. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet. Do, although my heart is falling too, I'm in love with your body. And last night, you were in my room. And now my bench eats smell like you. <laughs> Every day discovering something brand new. I'm in love with your body. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, oh, I. I'm in love with your body. Oh, I. Oh, I, oh, I, I'm in love with your body. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, I'm in love with your body. Every day discovering something brand new, and I'm in love with the shape of you. 
One week in, we let the story begin. We're going out on first date. You and me are thrifty. 50. So all you can eat, fill up your bag, and I fill up a plate, and we talk for hours and sweeten the sour and how your family's doing okay. Leave and get in a taxi, then kiss the back seat. Tell the driver to make the radio play and I'm singing like pre-chorus. Girl, you know I want your love. Your love was handmade for somebody like me. Come on now, follow my lead. I may be crazy. Don't mind me. Say boy, let's not talk too much. Grab the waist put that body on me come on now follow my lead come on now follow my lead i'm in love with the shape of you we push and pull like a magnet do although my heart is falling too i'm in love with your body and last night you in my room now my bed sheets smell like you every day discovering something brand new i'm in love with your body oh i oh i oh i oh i i'm in love with your body Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, I'm in love with your body. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, I'm in love with your body. Every day discovering something brand new. I'm in love with the shape of you. Bridge, come on. There's more. Be my baby. <laughs> I'll, I'll start this come music. Come on. Okay. I got be it. my baby. Come on. Be my baby. Come on, be my baby. Come on, be my baby. And come on, be my baby. Come on, be my baby. Come on. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet do. Although my heart falling is falling too, I'm in love with your body. Last night you were in my room. Now my bed sheets smell like you. Every day discovering something brand new. I'm in love with your body. Come on, my baby. Come on, my baby. Come on, I'm in love with your body. Come on, my baby. Come on, my baby. Come on. I'm in love with your baby. Come on, baby. I'm in love with your body. Every day discovering something brand new. I'm in love with the shape of you. Some Swedish fuck ripped you off, bro. This is the sweetest Eni. Sweet Eni. It's good. I guess we ripped him off. I didn't know. I want to know, is he, is he reading a song? Like a Swedish song? Is, that, is he doing like the same thing? Like he probably paid for this beat. And you owe him a lot of Sweden marks. Or whatever they are. It's like the Swedish Eminem, I think. <laughs> This should be the next Slamble Read. Yes! Jarar Ladon, Omjag, Saradig, New Harjag, Spreetin, Pa Hulin, Lag. What does he say that for? I think he says fuck it. He said fucker. Men fucker. Chance men fucker. What does that mean? Men's fucking. He's got a party man. Fucking men's. Syphilis sores. 
jag saknar önskar att jag Somebody send me this and this line must speak Swedish Like how the fuck did you find this dude? It's great I was curious how they found it too because it doesn't even have a lot of views No it doesn't I didn't even notice that uh, But yeah Floyd Billet is one of our fans And he liked the Swedish band years ago And he said this came up as a uh, as a recommended video because <laughs> he liked that other song <laughs> this shit came up that's it's fucking horrible slambo slambo got more into it though when that started yeah he started to pick up he the was pace. like killing me through that it was not it was not the regular slambo no, he was yeah, you were, it in today. So you were toned down. We should yeah. we should just redo it because the camera fucked uh, up no, anyway. So no, I'm not should, doing uh, that. Start from the beginning. I'm not and more uh, angry. I'm not uh, singing that god awful. This is a fucking miserable. That was a miserable <laughs> song. <laughs> <Shape> <laughs> your body. Actually, it's My not the first. Like usually, like I think he sings like real depressing shit. He's a real bag of shit. <laughs> I guess that was the first happy song he's had. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, what a bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, stop singing sad songs. Stupid, sad motherfucker. Well, I can only Ed do... Sheeran, and I think he's a ginger. <laughs> Fucking stupid gingers. <laughs> Would you fuck him? No. Just for being a ginger? Just teach him a lesson? It's not gay. Nah. If you teach him a lesson. And if he's ginger. Yeah. Nah. Or if you uh, just don't make eye contact or don't break eye contact. Yeah, It's nah, one or the I other. Just, Choose one, motherfucker. You're gonna have to. Anus. What? No anal. No anal. No bueno. Anal, anal bueno. No anal bueno. What uh? <laughs> what else happened in the news? Fucking slambo news. There was a. Oh yeah, what's up with the Jews? Oh, the, the Jews. dead ones. People are fucking with the dead Jews. Yeah, they were. But is that happening all over? Like the somebody's uh, uh vandalizing the Jewish cemeteries. Uh, I, but I, I hear it every day. Yeah, I don't know. I've is heard, it happening everywhere? I've or heard there's like a slight like spike in it. What the, the fuck? What are they doing? Night. Like breaking the, the tombstones? Or I heard yeah. today on the way yeah, that they're there's smashing up the tombstones. Like a group uh, offering a ten thousand dollar reward, and then uh, police department offering three thousand for any leads. You said there's a slight spike. So are you saying this has gone on? I've for... been I've been been hearing that it's you know that it's been going on for a while. Just something that people like do a... for yeah, years. I mean, it's... And... Right now, now they're writing they're Trump... doing it a little more. Trump on the now shit, they're gonna. They said blame the big orange guy for uh... they, no they're, they're writing trump lies so oh. is this uh, this is what i don't know is this like saying he's hitler like what the fuck are they doing like and my dad said yeah they're, they're writing trump with a swastika as one of the letters and then trump lies on it yeah that's the dumbest way to get your point across by going into a jewish cemetery and yeah, that's, that's pretty... cemetery posted that 154 headstones have been vandalized because I, I think Pence was going out, like, talking about it or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's the first... I think this was the story I saw that had said he was, like, going around speaking about it. Uh, what's that one? $20,000? Oh, uh... 75000 I guess, if, if you if, if you fucking have a lead or know who's doing it or some shit. Opposed to 154... Uh, they Hesons launched a uh, crowdfunding vandalized. campaign. Oh, to what, yeah, repair it? Or? I guess so, yeah. Probably wow. some- College so the degenerates don't. Tombstones were tipped over. Large crowd, cannibalism, blah, blah blah blah, and a defamation league. Yeah, that that's what I heard. They were offering twenty. I guess they upped it because this says ten thousand. Yeah, Vice President Mike Pence speaking to small business owners at a business Wednesday in St. Louis suburb of Fenton, Missouri, condemned the vile act of vandalism 
and those who perpetrated in the strongest possible terms. But he lauded people across Missouri who have rallied with compassion and support. Uh, mm. I don't know. What happened with King Jong Nam? Kim Jong Nam. They said he was he was gassed. <laughs> his, gassed. Bro, his bro was his brother or his cousin. I gas that fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> nerve gas. Isn't that like Agent Orange? Some shit? woman did it too. What? Yeah, like he so paid a woman. Uh, Kim Jong Un or <laughs> yeah, Kim Kim Jong Un got some like <sighs> secret agent or something. The, the chemical substance. Him. Was VX nerve gas? What is VX nerve gas? <laughs> An internationally banned chemical that can kill within minutes, according to the preliminary report by Chemistry Department of Malaysia. Malaysia police said that in a Friday statement, the test on Kim's eyes and face revealed the presence of the substance. Nerve agents are the most toxic and fast-acting. Yep. Blah, blah 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 blah. We gotta get some of this shit. Yeah, we gotta get we it do. for the show. Yes. Uh-huh. You gotta snort some. Some serin. Kim, the estranged half-brother of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, died. Blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Who's Bakut? Bakut? I mean, let's see what he's got to say. All right. Oh, yeah. Bakut. He's in charge of the Malaysian, of the Malaysian uh, anti-terrorist group Malaysia's. Malaysian officials want to speak with a North Korean embassy worker and an airline employee as part of their Kim Jong-nam murder investigation. Kim was the half-brother of North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un. He was killed last week. So let's bring in Simon Morrison in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And Simon Malaysia's Inspector General of Police held a news conference just a short time ago, in fact, and talked about the suspects involved in this murder investigation. Kuala Lumpur, give me another burrito, you bitch. <laughs> Guadalupe, this shit is cold. Where's my beer? Yeah, quite up, Rosemary. This is the first time he's spoken, and uh, he dispelled any myth, first and foremost, so as we had previously heard from the Indonesian police, that uh, one of them, Indian. or either of these two women involved <laughs> in being arrested, uh, thought that they were part of oh, the Brindian TV show. In me. fact, he said they were well-trained for this, and, and he explained exactly how the scenario of the attack... She has really unfolded. fucking different-shaped teeth. She's getting These like Jimmy Flight Superfly Super to swap deceased face. I can't understand these different to, languages. You know, no. Before that, what do you say? The four suspects. Force the force is with you. We'll give them the liquid. liquid. I'm one with the force. The force we'll, is one with we'll us. Put the liquid <laughs> on their hands. It does say Admiral Akbar there, right? So yes. Deceased face. What? Why did that happen? What is this? I hear a plane. Why is there a dot on her forehead? The one of the women can be seen on CCTV. Don't they all have that? Why is her forehead hairy? Is that hair or is that like dark creases? She's always surprised. She's always got. She always looks surprised. Her wrinkly forehead. Did practice runs at some Somebody of the like famous malls here put in a iron, like a hot iron on her forehead. She looks very depressed there. too. And, and Simon, she looks we like also yeah. about an attempted break-in at the morgue where the curry body is being held. <laughs> and we heard that no from family member farts. has yet arrived from North Korea to identify and like claim his body. Like somebody's forcing her to do news just going out talking to her. These new developments. <laughs> Windy as fuck, and why does she yes, have to um, take so long to respond? I mean, I keep using this word. What? 
Did, what? Did speak just, up! Did they just yes, mute her? Um, yes. More extraordinary. I mean, I keep Jessie's using not, this word extraordinary. What is going on? Her lips aren't going with the words. <laughs> uh, uh, some kind of attempt this is like to one break into the mortuary. We know exactly that was. All he would say is, we know who they are. But I, I and we are on this for them. <laughs> on guard to protect You're working the for the Malaysians. Now, as far as identifying the... Hope they didn't pay you for that shit. Fuck. I think it's break time. Yeah. Fucking so Slambo, oh, wow, that's Slambo needs to redo. No, we took a long break and went late. Slambo's gonna redo his Slambo sings at the break, right? Oh no. <laughs> no. no. With some more feeling. No. But we'll be back to talk about his new broad. His new broad no. doing the next women's march. Alright. His fucking Oh, Johnny. His cutie. No, the other lady. <laughs> the women's march. So one. many of them. He doesn't you already forget. Like, you know. <laughs> right. Look at this haggard old bitch. I'm supposed to remember all their names. <laughs> Her face. You just showed us. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. I know what you're talking about. All right, guys. We'll be back. This ugly bitch. Hey, this is Spencer Scott Holmes. And Ryan Dunningham. Telling you to come listen to our show, Old Man Orange Podcast. Yay! A show full of freedom. Say, assistant, you, you gotta tell you something, you know. I mean, I, me and you are good friends, you know. I've probably been a little bit of a bully this whole time, you know. Santa Claus? Not, not in a mean way, you know, but you know. I, I'm not gonna lie, you're a little easy to peer pressure into doing things <laughs> you don't want to do. We also talk about video games. If we made a Dr. Mario movie, you could at least make it like a Mario Brothers medical drama. Luigi doesn't know. He's like, well, he's wondering why Daisy isn't talking to him anymore. Luigi, you're out every night. You're driving that ambulance all day long. There's no time for love. <laughs> he's like, why can't you be more like your brother? He actually has a PhD. That ambulance, oh, it's always comes back to Mario, doesn't it? Why, why don't you go fuck Mario if that's the one you want? It's <laughs> just this very... I hate to break it to you, but that's what I am doing. We talk funny life stories. It was like, I go to the Heart Rock which is a little, like, Christian uh, restaurant. In... They don't put that on the fucking outside, though. They really should. You don't realize that until you're inside. Like, and okay. then you look left, and you look right, and you're like, Fox News is on the... <laughs> and, then, yeah, and then you look like there's a cross, and you're like, Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck! And I'm already in out. here, I'm already in here, what do I do? Yeah. No. <laughs> I can jump through the window, like, there's a perfectly good door there. I panicked. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just gonna happen. We also talk movies. Could Peggy Rourke have been right there, too. Spinnables 3. What's well, going a shitty fucking tattoo? He put a big dick on my back. <laughs> Look at it! It's just like a big fucking veiny cock blowing a load in the back of his head. Come on by to oldmanorange.com where we got not only podcasts, but cartoons, videos, and more. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Potomatic, Zune, and even YouTube. And laugh and learn with Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan on Old Man Orange Podcast. <laughs> Okay, kids, now just shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, we're back. What's going on with uh, Slambo's Broad? The terrorists behind the next women's march. Terrorists. Fucking, that's the one he liked earlier. This looks like all saggy and shit. She's all saggy. A lot of veins collapsed. <laughs> Meet ah, the terrorists behind the next women's uh, march. Come on, look at that, that lizard-like skin. Here's the left's next. Great idea for bringing down President Trump. Another women's march. Which means another uh, public ins- instance of Trump haters shouting slogans to one another. <laughs> and what else? And hopefully is Big that, Joe will be there. So at the beginning, yeah, yeah, he fucking better. Uh, but what about the bitch? What about the bitch? Instead of getting millions uh, around Washington, organizers have in mind a general strike. Oh, what about her? Oh, yeah, you can see why, why she's a hero to the left. Another co-author, Angela Davis, is a st- Stalinist 
professor and longtime supporter of the Black Panthers. Davis is best known for being acquitted in 1972 trial after three guns she brought, bought were used in, in a courtroom shootout that resulted in the death of a judge. Wow. She celebrated. Uh, perfect. Celebrated by going to Cuba. What? She celebrated? Well, wow, what a piece of shit. A third co-author, Fifi, Fifi Brothardia, praised a Maoism. 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 Yeah, a man who left oh. like 8 million people in Mao China Zedong. dead. Yeah. He was a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Wasn't he just burning people with like liquids yeah. and shit? Yeah, With man. hot coffee. He was just... Did all kinds of no, he was, Wasn't he melting people with like acid and shit in the, yeah, in the fucking yeah. mosques and shit or whatever the fuck's yeah. temples and over there? People worship this guy? Yeah, they think he's Oh, great. yeah. He they was think like... he's a genius. He was their... Uh, He's like their Jesus or something. Yeah, he's, he's Japanese. Like, he's, he's Japanese. Jesus. <laughs> he's over in Jesus. China. <laughs> what did she do? Uh, yeah, she loved Mao Zedong and sucked them off. And yep. then uh, called an, an incident. Maoists are back. She said, Maoists are back, <laughs> bitches. I'm taking it back. And then this one. What's this nappy-headed bitch? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who's she doing? What's she? What, this what's creature. Oh, no, that's Angela Davis. That's the one with the Black Panthers. Okay, yeah. That's the one, but who's the other broad? I don't know. There's too many of these grizzled old, <laughs> she, grizzled old hate crime She bitches. looks like one of the Skeksis from I don't know. Dark Crystal. <laughs> yeah, who is the other one? <laughs> that is, that's Raymond <laughs> Fly. Yada, she, blah, blah. She spent she 10, spent years, 10 in years in prison for being part of two terrorist bombings. <laughs> She's the other, like, shining star. Yusuf <laughs> What the fuck? What the shit, She looks evil, too. Like, so these are, like, the new women? Some old witch She's or something. She's an old desert hag. <laughs> an old desert hag, yeah. Oh, I got a video right above that of uh, Mousey Tongue in action. We should go watch that. Oh, all right. Yeah. Let me make sure everybody can see. Is it? Uh, see, I'm doing Asian uh, Appreciation Month. Fuck every other group. Last week we did Chicken Attack, and that started our month oh, of great attack. Asian videos. And this is, this is the second one. These are some monks. Screwing up. From today. A, there we go. What is that going the whole time? No, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Well, yeah, but it, not over the air. Yes, it was. <laughs> no, you would have heard it if it was. I did. What's oh. this goop doing? All right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Over ten years, he's uh, the the art of iron crotch kung fu. <laughs> he's punching him, so he's got a brick. He's smashing himself in a brick. Oh, in the dick. <laughs> Hey, what's up, boys? What's, what's up, David? Hey, what's going on? I figured I'd just call and see if everyone wanted to group together and quit our day gigs and tell dick jokes. Fuck yeah, we're watching uh, dick shots right now. Are you watching this? Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the Ustream. Nice. Nice. At least Slim got something running. Can't get the Facebook up. <laughs> How hard is it to get Facebook? Guys? I don't know. No, well, the um, slim we're talking about here. D Come on, the XSplit had an update, and I guess when it updated, oh. it it got rid of all the. Don't Facebook bore inputs, us with so fucking all this technical jargon. Just admit, <laughs> just be like, I'm a retard. Get it? I'm slim. <laughs> no, I just, just, I can show you. I can bring it no, up. Oh yeah, it to, tech talk. Tutorial. We should do a tech <laughs> talk tutorial. Who's blooping? I'll give you five minutes. You'll be building a wall around Slim. <laughs> he should have a separate room. We should build, like his separate like. Just brick him in. Put a the, little. The the engineer had. Who was the guy on Stern that used to have that? He had a little booth. 
who did he did all the engineering shit. <laughs> What's up, David? Put him in the man quarium. Yeah. <laughs> and the crawl space. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what's up, guys? Just uh, calling in, say hey, see what's going on. I see that uh, you're well into the news here. Yes, deep balls yeah, deep who's, in the news. Who's on tonight? Oh, we got a full packed house. We got uh, Mark Jeff. He is a uh, author, and he was uh, an ex um, for, uh, senior executive for the Walt Disney Company. Uh, we have a podcast, Once Upon a Crime. We got Dave nice. Hodge. And we got Ray from the Naked Porch. Oh, Ray. Tell Ray I said hi. And then we that got... Awesome. He is awesome. Then we got rapper and activist B. Dolan and Titty City. They're a Chicago band. Check out... And it's Titty City? Titty City. I, I live in Chicago. I haven't heard of them. <laughs> well, you, you're in the wrong places. I am. And it's I'm city, totally in the wrong places. City with two T's. That's how you know oh. you're in Titty City. Titty yeah. City. There's two T's <laughs> in City. They got Love some the good name. songs. Now, now I gotta Google those bastards. Definitely check them out, dude. <laughs> what? Uh, who's Juliet got on next? Are we allowed to divulge that information? I can't say quite yet because we're just locking down a date and time, and we don't usually just announce until it's actually oh. done. Oh, you don't have it. Oh. Pull out. oh, that's <laughs> right. We were talking about that. How, like, yeah, people were poaching. That's like a heavy pubes. Oh, I don't mind poaching. Heavy you know, pubes. they can they can you know go for the poach. I'm more concerned about them actually just actually doing it. And actually, you know, being on at the time they say they're going to be on. I'm going to start, like, taking your show and just be like, this is our interview with our correspondent, Julia Miranda. You should Miranda. just rip out uh, Juliet's questions and just have your own. And just, have Slambo ask. <laughs> just have Slambo ask ridiculous questions. Exactly. That have nothing to do with the answers. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't make sense. This is, this is totally separate. What, what, he didn't answer that man's questions. He didn't answer Slamborghini's questions. I need to know the answers. Hey, we want to know who Toph Lundgren is playing. <laughs> Who's smashing all these juice cemeteries, huh? <laughs> That's not the answer. Yeah. And about my next comedy special. Yeah, exactly. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, have a great show. I just wanted to call in real quick, and uh, hey, I got a couple ideas for you, Rob. Actually, I'll uh, I'll talk to you about it after the show. Awesome, dude. All right, brother. Thanks, brother. Take care, guys. Have a good one, David. You too, bro. Bye. Let's go back to some more ball fondling <laughs> with bricks. Where <laughs> they just they had a fucking a pe- this is like from uh, the Wookies, the Ewoks when they were like being invaded. They had oh, the big yeah. logs on ropes. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting slammed in the dick. <laughs> we have to do this live to ourselves or to Stamble. Stamble, would you do this? Oh, the Iron no, Ball man. Challenge? Oh, I... What's this old dude doing? He's got a whole, like, kata. And then he punches himself in the dick. <laughs> oh, that's why. That was racist. For over 10 years has been teaching the art. So of if we say that Asian guy could really punch himself in the balls, is that racist? Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Yes, it oh, is, it's it is. so racist. So if you if you even like say that that Asian guy over there can withstand, he's a, a real hit to ball the balls, puncher. Yeah, that real. It's racist. He's got a really tough ball bag. That they old can Asian do fella. All kinds of sweet kung fu tricks. I'm sure. <laughs> I wonder if they have it where they kick bitches in the cunt. That's like, <laughs> that's how they train <laughs> to learn a good dick fucking kick. The cunt puncher. Can... <laughs> <laughs> the cunt puncher. <laughs> 
Uh, I heard uh, the president, one. President Trump, ate a steak with ketchup on it, and uh, and that's that's news. That's news. That's what we oh, care about now. God, because that of- and then and then that some broad I don't even know who the fuck it was was in the Oval Office, but her feet were on the she couch. She was just kneeling yeah. on the couch, and, and that's, that's the biggest disgrace. Not Monica sin. Lewinsky sucking. I know Bill Clinton's dick, or even uh, Clinton, um, Obama. He had his foot up on I think the desk in yeah. there. Once yeah, on the phone. People- I mean, yeah, Who gives a shit? Of- any of that shit? Yeah. Any of that? Like even Obama, dude. Who gives a fuck? They're that? picking out every little thing he does. And to exact, like, oh, yeah. like they were pissed off last week because he said uh, that the White House is running like a well-oiled uh, machine, and everybody was pissed off. Oh, I heard he said, said with uh, Asians, uh, Asian scientists running it. Yes, he did say that. And, and then, then said, uh, those gooks are smart, huh? They were Get also they were also pissed off because he said um, he said that drugs are, are becoming cheaper than candy bars. And so they attacked him over that. <laughs> why yeah, is that? Just, why is that bad? What's, they're just grasping for straws. There anything, was though. Anything. I don't know if this is fake news or real news. The one at the top with Sanders. Did he? Did he say this or are they it's just Sanders? Like Sanders was. It's the next one or two down. Uh, that one. Sanders mocks Trump on health care, and I don't know. Did he really say this or is this fake news? But it was pretty funny, and if uh, he did say it, Trump's a uh, fucking bit of a moron. Like, this was a pretty funny clip. Today, saying, "quote Nobody knew that health care could oh, be so complicated." Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I thought nobody knew. He said that they said that he said that he didn't never knew that health care could be so complicated. <laughs> so yeah, play it. I'll start for the beginning. Yeah, that's. I'm wondering when you heard the president today saying, quote, nobody knew that health care could be so complicated. Uh, I mean, I, I thought nobody knew health care would be anything but complicated, but apparently the president said nobody knew that it would be so complicated. Were you surprised? Some of us who were sitting on the health education committee who went to meeting after meeting after meeting who heard like from dozens of people who spent yeah, like night after night trying to figure this out this guy is just thing. as much as a, a fucktard. When you provide it. Healthcare in the he nation, 320 million people. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is very, very complicated. And very, very, very complicated. The president, some of the Republicans understand you can't go beyond the rhetoric. We're going to repeal the, the Affordable Care Act. We're going to repeal Obamacare, and everything will be wonderful. A little bit more complicated than that. We remain today, and let's not forget it. The only major country on earth that doesn't guarantee health care to all people. We pay the highest prices by far for prescription drugs. Yeah, Let's address be. those that issues. Let's get beyond that rhetoric. That is right, though. That needs yeah, to be about reformed. The, that, that's all the... Uh, they need to reform the price. Yeah. Uh, that's what they... They, they need to get it. on the ass of those uh, pharmaceutical companies. Yes, yes, exactly. And the cost of dental shit. Dental... Do. Oh, yeah, dental's a scam. It's a ripoff. But who's the bitch? Who is that bitch even? Kellyanne Conway. Who is she? Is she uh she's like the one of the advisor or something? Yeah, that's right. I didn't know. And she's Hey man, she got him elected. <laughs> what, is there, did she what's the story? I, I don't even know. Like, is there a story besides the fact that she's, yeah, she's got her feet on the just couch? Like, sitting on the couch. I read it and that's all it is. That's they all were it just is. Pissed feet off on the she, couch. Her feet on the couch. They're it's disres- a couch. It's a fucking couch. She's like. disrespecting the White House and it's showing that uh Trump and his administration doesn't care about the White House. That's... You see when when uh when when Obama puts his, his uh, Oh a lot of legs. Go to this creep. Because if you're accused of something, what? nothing says I'm guilty like just quitting your fucking, <laughs> your fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, what is he? He's an executive. Yeah, nothing says I'm guilty like a quitting your executive job. What? He's a fancy dude. He's an Uber executive linked to an old sexual harassment claim. <laughs> 
Is this racist? I don't know. Just I believe so. According to that video, because uh, he's that I watched an Indian earlier. rapist. He's an Indian rapist. Yeah, there we so. go. That Indian guy could really rape, if you know what I mean, huh? Oh man. Oh, there's a, there's a news story. Let's watch that, cause. Uh... Oh, there's an advertisement. Oh so fuck we'll yeah! Let's listen to it. It's Steve oh. Harvey. It's got to be good if it's Steve Harvey. This kid said the darnest thing. What is it? Oh, he's got like a kid's uh, competition show. Miso. Miso Asian. Steve Harvey is funny and racist. I love him. Wow, little big shots, huh? Little big shots. This is not a new issue. For uh, for Uber's initiatives, they've had a lot of uh, fucking rapings <laughs> over at Uber. <laughs> yeah. What do you expect? You needed a ride, huh? Whether it's, it's a an Uber. <laughs> culture has certainly dogged Uber. Uber for a while. You know, <laughs> Travis's own comments haven't helped the company. He called the company Uber at one point. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I like this now, guy. You know the, the sort of specific sexual <laughs> harassment allegations and Uber sort of how Uber. the company's human resources team handled it. You know that's new and moving the conversation forward and certainly throwing the company into a bit of shock. Bit of an uproar. Tell us about that blog post and, and, and what it said and it was, it was an interesting read. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was Susan Fowler, a software right. engineer uh, working on site reliability. And this is boring. She said that one yeah, of I just her like managers talk. I just want to hear about she joined the team oh, had no. messaged her and basically propositioned her, said that he was in an open relationship. And then almost more troubling, <laughs> have sex? That she took that claim to H Human Resources, and they basically said he was a high performer, so they weren't going to do anything about it. <laughs> she couldn't change teams or sort of deal with it. Uh, so pretty troubling. Uber is fucking funny. And there's a lot more. <laughs> a lot of funny shit going um, on. Yeah, I mentioned that this is, you know, you Uber. mentioned the Boober thing, and there's also been sort of issues about Boober. what's happened with the company's uh, uh, Response to uh, complaints against drivers. Why does he uh, bun his shirt? Against drivers and what the it's like having your feet on the deal. fucking White House couch. And look at that awful yeah, fucking I mean, with, jacket. With the driver's side, they're just, they're millions. Of, these guys have ties. Know, so, and sort of Uber's of drivers that right. they have to deal with, right? Uh, we got a lot of these scumbags we got to deal with. Rate, which sort of confuses the whole situation. But uh, yeah, there have been questions about how they handle support, whether they sort of do enough background checks on drivers. So well, here can't we you have, just you know, sign the, up to the app? Like, can't Lamborghini? I was just gonna say, let's get him an like, Uber driving job. But then no, no, they also have these you gotta have the right car. What? Yeah. My car doesn't. We refer to what? I didn't even know there was an application. What's wrong with your car? It's too old. What? employees. Maybe a million drivers. lie. Just lie and say it's newer, bro. I'm more curious about. This, this, yeah, I don't know. I, so, I, yeah, I, I want to know why you were Uber. rejected from Uber driving. No, I wasn't rejected from Uber <laughs> driving. I just looked into it. The car is simply too old. <laughs> you have too many sexual harassment. What are they afraid that it's going to break Charges? down or something? Like, Dude, that's dumb. Uh, like, so, what is it? Like, do you even have to like apply for the job or you just download the app and you're like, I'm going to driver? You take pictures of your car, I think, and they. Yeah, yeah and they, they approve your car and yeah. then, you know, you give them the make, model, and year and. Well, that's, that's it. You so your car just has to get a yeah. Proof. I just have to get a new car. So you are going to do this. For? You want you want to be an <laughs> Uber driver. Now really. he knows he can rape the bitches. <laughs> yeah, now he wants to be a part of Boober. Uh, that guy said I'm allowed to. The guy in charge. Shh, boober. <laughs> you need to start your own car service. Sluber. 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 <laughs> 
We escort you drunk. We get drunk and we escort you. Fuck yeah. Well, see, the thing is, like, what you do as the Lamborghini car service is that you just tell them that these things are going to happen. Like, yes, you're going to get raped in one of our cars. Yeah, that's a promise. I guarantee. Yes, you gotta you gotta bring pepper spray with you because my my guys will touch you inappropriately. We got Frankie driving. We got heavy pubes driving. We've even got Joni driving. That would be good. You get free cocaine, heroin, <laughs> meth, all that. Good. Let's do this. Get an app. Hire hire that brown gentleman that got fired from Uber to make your app. <laughs> he's a good guy. Boobie. He's a real good guy. Yeah, he is. Fuck yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's running that company right into the ground. <laughs> that Indian guy really knows how to do that, huh? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a genius. Genius with a penis. God damn right he is. He's doing God's work. <laughs> He's doing it's the like Lord's. It's like Pootie Pie. He's carrying Pootie out the Lord's will. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But else? That's all the news, oh, motherfuckers. Poopy Pie. Fuck yeah. Just got Pootie Pie, motherfuckers. <laughs> Going to break. Do you yeah. got more? He looks yeah, like Jared. He looks like a brown Jared. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> right. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, well, yeah, obviously. I'm like, Jared got a tan. Why did they let him out of jail? Now he's running Uber. Where is that kid toucher? Uh, he's probably jail. getting raped in prison somewhere. <clears throat> Haven't heard out of that guy in a while. Yeah. He might not even be still alive anymore. You know? So you think they're covering this up? The media's yeah, hiding the fact yeah, that he was... He was raped to death. He bled out the asshole. Fuck. And you think they just don't want anyone to know that the subway guy's dead. Yeah. And was raped to death in prison. They use them Because uh, they don't want to prove that we're right about prison rape. Yep. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> we have the statistics. We know. Right here. Ryan Leone is getting <laughs> raped right now. <laughs> in prison. In do we prison. have his number? Can we just call Ryan Why Leone do you want be like, it? hey, what a... do, a, do one of those background searches. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I mean, I mean, uh, you get your dad. dad to do it. Do a Ryan Leone background search oh, so we know. Yeah, yeah. And does this cost us? It costs us free, right? It's free consultation. The oh, first yeah. one's free, right? You could. You Your could. dad just tracks them down. Tracks them down with the computer. And yeah. No, apparently they found them. Why doesn't he find the Jew haters? <laughs> Your dad and get us that fucking reward. Yeah, he needs... Uh, he's I don't, an investigator, bro. He, he's, he's... Like the, he's the orange all, gator. Like the Trump gator. He's not all omnipotent. You know? Your dad should dress up as a Jewish tombstone. <laughs> And sit in the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> and then just pop out of it. Like, you damn dirty Jew haters. <laughs> he's got like two fucking guns. <laughs> he's got his Glock on one side. Yeah. <laughs> he's dual wielding Glocks. And they're like, we would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you. You meddling... Uh, you meddling detectives. Meddling Mr. Gini. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to go to break and start uh, uh, setting start up. We're going to set up a... We're going to make a, a cemetery costume. Robert Slip Show. Hey, it's Mark Jesse calling into the show. Hey, Mark. Could you call back in like seven minutes? Oh, you want me to call exactly at four? Ah, uh, yes. You got it. Talk All right. Soon. Thank you so much. Talk Bye. to you then. You bet. Wait a minute. All right. All right, we're going on break. I'm going to get this uh, Slamborghini car service app up and running. Oh, nice. Yeah, just a Craigslist app. Just a Craigslist app. Guaranteed to touch you inappropriately, supply you with cocaine, meth, heroin. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you have to sign a waiver that you're not going to fill out like a restriction yeah. order pilot. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The best part you is I, I don't even know driving. I just sit at home. Right, you just employ people. Yeah, I just you don't need to do any of the driving. All right, guys, we're going break. Hey, Slambo. Yeah! You want to see some cool shit, bro? Mm-hmm, yeah! Then get ready to embrace the weird at embracetheweird.design and check out everything they have to offer. Embrace the Weird has stuff like uh, women's and men's clothes of all sorts, wall paintings, skateboards, and more. And they also have the artwork uh, from the genius mind and hands of Brian A. Bernard. So go right now to embracetheworld.design.com Ah, oh, sorry. Fuck. You're gonna you're gonna fix this. I know. It's embrace the weird dot design and check it out, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll be back. We are back. We'll be back with Mark Jeff in two minutes. Definitely want to make sure we was one time. It's bad enough. Slimbo's already got that app going. Did you run that ad? Nah. No, I didn't. Nah, I, yet. Did I thought you well, did. Well, we well we were discussing it and starting to write down um just everything and I've got a. Yeah, I got a hold of some uh, lawyers and stuff like that and working out all the legal uh, 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 things lawyers. with it, you know. Yeah, we don't need lawyers. <laughs> lawyers. What do we got? What do we need that for? Did you get your dad's uh, costume? His cemetery tombstone costume? Well, it's going to take we a We should while. order that. Can't we just order that on Amazon? Yeah, we could probably have I to have my like we could. Does he need eye it. holes or air holes? Pro- yeah, let's just have... my cousin make it. it. I mean, it's 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 an expensive costume. Well, when are we going to talk to him next? We got... Well, I mean, he won't even call in his Joni anymore. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> That's a real character. <laughs> she, she's a real person. <laughs> the character behind the character. You guys are just silly. <laughs> Breaking down the third wall <clears throat> with Slambagini's cousin. When's he calling back, though, for a real interview? He never does. I'll, uh, I'll get a hold of him. Yeah, we got to holla. You gotta tweet, tweet him if you could. If you had Twitter, he I don't he has it, but I don't think he uses. Yeah, it. I don't think he uses it. <laughs> he uses it for the day. He sets a new one up. And Literally, then. we'll have to call him. We're slamming B now. It's a good song. It is. Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's Mark Jaffe. Hey, Mark Jaffe, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. You are uh, a former senior executive uh, for the Walt Disney Company and uh, now an author. Yeah, believe it or not. That's cool. What um? How long did you work for Disney? Well, I was at Disney for uh, five years in the 1990s and was responsible for the Lion King soundtrack, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Aladdin. Wow. You probably remember those from way back when. And those were great. Aladdin, that movie was awesome. Yeah. I know. I know. What are they doing now with all the live action movies? I, I liked, um, I liked, uh, I don't know, did they do that one with, uh, uh, what's it, uh... The, the Huntsman. That one, oh, is that Snow White? Or? Snow White, yeah. I, I saw the first Disney. one of that. That was really good. But And Maleficent, well, I wanted to one, see. Wait, the first one came out in the 30s. You guys seem much younger than that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, but the, the live action one that was from oh, a right. couple years ago. Like, But now they're doing like, are they doing all their movies like that now? Because now they have... um. Uh, Beauty and the Beauty Beast, and, the Beast. Yeah, yeah. and I heard them announce um, a, actually a Lion King live action movie yeah I, that's what I heard too I haven't really been there for in some time but they also as you know acquired other other animation companies so they have their own animation company they have other ones that they're working with as well and yeah. you know they did some incredible stuff recently like Frozen and, and some of the, the other great movies that they've come out with 
Yeah, my friend Donnie loves that movie, Frozen. He he said he, he watches it, like, even just to fall asleep, he'll just put that movie on. Like, if he's at the end of the day, he just he loves that movie. Well, I don't know if the producers would like to hear him help him fall asleep, but he watches it. He watches it, like, two, day, two times a day. But, um, uh, did you work with Michael Eisner? Yeah, absolutely. Michael Eisner, Jeffrey Katzenberg, Frank Wells. I mean, it was just an amazing, amazing time at the Walt Disney Company back then. That is. Yeah, that was like the golden age back then. I mean, they've I always been. So. They've always been great, but that was a really good a really good time for for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was just such creative juices going around that company, and it was just everybody was just so excited and were creating and putting together happiness for so many people all over the world. It was really a heady time for me. What, uh, why, why did you leave there? Well, you know, sometimes things happen. You know, politics happen. I left there and went to Warner Brothers and uh, then spent some time at Capital EMI and at DreamWorks where I was responsible for the Prince of Egypt. But, you know, the music business had always been my dream, and I just decided to go for it and make it happen. And I was fortunate enough to start my career at A&M Records where I discovered this performer named Rafi, who you may have heard of. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, is is he, is he a, a new artist? Yeah, he was actually a, a live human being who was a troubadour for kids. And, you know, we wound up selling, you know, over uh, half a million copies of some of his biggest albums. Oh, Rafi. And, yes, yes. Oh, you're going to start singing some of the songs? <laughs> no, but now I know who you're talking about. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> at first it didn't ring a bell. But yes, I know. I know who that is. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> well if you had a two or three or four year old kid there's no way you wouldn't know who that is yeah and, and it's funny because i go to i go to meet people and i tell them i did raffi and they either love me or they want to kick <laughs> me out of the room because they're still singing the song because oh. their kids kept singing them. <laughs> is that what you still do uh music no so yeah, so now, you know, during the day, um, I, uh, I work on consulting and growing revenues for uh, companies and, and making them more money. And my passion really is creating happiness. And that's what led me to write this book. I, I wanted to create, you know, this legacy of happiness for my kids. And I wanted to tell them, like, how I've been able to lead this incredibly happy life. But I don't know if you have kids, but you can't just look, like say, hey, how about if we go out for a drink and I'll tell you how to be happy. You're not going to get the best response. <laughs> and so I decided to write this book, and it became my legacy to them. It's called The Suitcase of Happiness, and it's, it's spelled with a, a Y, right? Happiness, H-A-P-P-Y, N-E-S-S? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, you ask 100 people what their definition of happiness is, and you'll get a different uh, explanation every time. And I actually agree with kind of the definition that the Supreme Court came up when they couldn't figure out what pornography was. They decided they were going to define pornography by saying, I know it when I see it. And I think the same thing applies to happiness. I mean, my cocktail of happiness is probably different from yours and it's different from Slim's. And we all have what we think is happiness. But right. most people think they're brief, fleeting moments. And the reason that I spell it with a Y is because I believe we can all achieve an enduring state of happiness that is our go-to state from the moment we wake up till the moment we go to bed. Cool. Yeah, I heard. I heard that it is explained in the book why it's spelled that way. That's cool. Um, is the story? Um, is it your like your your life story? 
You know, in many ways it is. I mean, I, I have found that uh, happiness doesn't come to those who are passively waiting. You need to go and find it. And everyone says, well, how do I find happiness? And, you know, I, I go back to the story of this, my best friend and I, we went on this trip to Oregon and normally we just go find a spot on the map and we just pick a pickup truck and a, and a case of beer and we just go out exploring. And we're in this Oregon town, which has brilliant sunlight after all this rain. And if you guys know, after a lot of rain or after a really cold series of days, once there's a warm day and you're walking in the street, all of a sudden, I don't know where all the beautiful women came from, but they are all out. And hormones are flying and everybody is just happy and and thrilled. And so we're walking down the street and it's like a parade of models. They're just gorgeous girls walking towards us. And after, like, the last two walk by, I mean, I'm just overwhelmed by the whole thing. And I look at my buddy, and I said, did you see that? And he said, oh, yeah, it's amazing how they weather the corrosive elements of the seaside environment. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I have used many words in my life to describe women, and none of those were ever included. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he says, I... I got to go in for a closer look, and I'm up, and I, I'm thinking this is going to be a recipe for disaster. This is you know? yeah, so like I, an well. <laughs> I'm about I'm about to grab him, and I realize he's not heading towards the women. He is heading towards the houses that are fronting the ocean. And as he gets closer, he's looking at the shingles. And it occurs to me, the guy is building a house on the beach. He wasn't looking at the women. He was looking at shingles on a house. Focus on, you find. That was what he. I'm focusing on girls because I'm not crazy. It's an incredible day and they're gorgeous. He's focused on shingles because he's building a house. Right, that's what's on his mind at the moment. Yeah. Have you? Sorry, Mark. I mean, the same thing is true for happiness, right? If you wake up in the morning and all you're thinking about is, God, I hate my job. My boss is such a jerk. The people in my office, I can't stand them. Well, guess what? You're going to be very unhappy that day. But if what you're thinking when you wake up is, oh, my God, I get to see my girlfriend tonight. It's going to be a great day. I got this fun lunch planned. There's a little project that I really enjoy doing. You're going to have a really happy day. What you focus on, you find. Right. That's cool. I, I was thinking too. I, I saw in a store recently. I've seen you know you see parents just yelling at their kids, and it's like, do you even enjoy their company? Like, can you be that miserable? But I've anytime I see a, a parent like uh, genuinely having a great time with their kid, and that that always makes me happy. That's a really cool like moment to see like people just enjoying each other's company. Oh, I agree with you so much. And There's a chapter in my book about play. And, you know, how people really, many people just don't know how to play. And I remember this one time I was in Costco and I'm taking my three-year-old son around and we're on the cart. And all of a sudden I think, how cool would it be to make this cart into a race car, right? So now I am running down these aisles in Costco. I'm almost knocking people over. We're racing around the corners and we're pretending that we're winning. And, you know, it's just the best time. And so... We go to the checkout line, and this older woman walks up to me, and I look in her eye, and I think, I'm in a lot of trouble. And she looks at me and says, I saw you and your son in those aisles in Costco. And I'm thinking, it's all over. I could have knocked her over. I could have hurt her. I'm such an irresponsible adult. And she then actually 
tears started to come out of her eye, and she said, I remember what it was like to play with my children, and it gave me so much joy to watch you. That's awesome. Oh, that's and I'm like, cool. she gets it. She <laughs> understands play, right? Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, every now and then I'll have to yell at my kids because they're getting crazy. But yeah, I don't like I don't like to, uh, you know, spend time doing that. I'd rather I'd much rather have a great time with them. And when you think about it, play is so interesting because the purpose of play is simply the enjoyment of play. You have no other reason to play than to enjoy yourself. And the more you enjoy yourself, the more you want to play. And it's like one of the best ways and the easiest ways to find happiness is to just play. That's true. That's really true. Even cats and dogs understand that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a primal. No doubt about it. A primal instinct. Um, I was going to ask you too. Have you ever had to cut someone out of your life because they've been so negative, like they just, you know, kept every situation was like, you know, was the end of the world type of thing. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, there are people that you don't want in your life because they're just an energy drain. They just take that energy away from you because you can't really control what happens to you. So if that person's in your presence, you can't really control what they do, but you can control how you respond to it. And, and that unknowingly applies to people that are an energy drain and they're just a downer, but it applies to anything that happens. I mean, life is pretty complicated. Not everything goes our way, whether they're people mm -hmm. that enter our lives or they're circumstances that enter our lives or comments that people make or actions that people take. We can't control that, but what we can control is our response to it. And that's how we could continue to endeavor to have happiness is to control our response to those things and accept the fact that unpleasant and unhappy things are part of life. And so, therefore, we can continue to engage in a happy life and also experience those things that make us unhappy. And that's kind of the way that you're able to surround yourself with happiness and concurrently at the same time accept the things that make you unhappy. I mean, for example, you guys always have the best time on the show. I can't imagine that at 6.30 Eastern time, Something did bad didn't happen to one of you at some point while doing this. Well, yeah. you're not taking that into the moment in your show. That unpleasant thing is still in your head. It's still in your life. Mm -hmm. But you two are having the best time ever just a half hour later at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Because happiness and unhappiness can exist together at the same time. That's awesome. Because, yeah, that, that's so true. There's been so many times something could happen, like, right before whatever. Yep. And yeah, you just gotta, you just got to go on and... And there, just do it. There's also been times where I've just been depressed for like a whole week and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do the show because I'm depressed. And then I do the show and I forget it all. And I'm just like in the moment. And yeah. Well, you know why? Because it's part of these four laws of focus. So what you focus on, you find what you find grows and becomes real. And then you become what you focus on. So by 10 o'clock, after you've had all these gaps and you've been laughing and having a great time, You've been, in essence, focusing on creating happiness for you and your listeners. And by 10 o'clock, I guarantee you, no matter what happened and no matter what your depression is, you're truly happy at that moment. Because you right. focused on it, you found it, and it became who you are, at least for those three hours. And then the challenge is, how do you then go on to the rest of your day and continue in that happy state? What do you do um, in your own life, Mark? To, to, like, what, what are some of your hobbies? Well, I'm a, I'm a big runner, and, uh, and also I just love adventure in the outdoors. I mean, I'm, 
I'm the guy who always takes the road not taken. I'm the one who's always exploring and, and discovering new adventures. I mean, I was I was one time going to this lecture on, I know this is kind of nutty, but it's on how all of this technology has robbed us of the ability to engage in deeper in-person conversations. And on the way to this lecture, I'm in this downtown L.A. park, and I, and, and I took the metro to get there. I mean, no one in L.A. takes the subway. Everyone thinks I'm a nut job to do it. But I think it's great to kind of, you know, to kind of be there with the people, you know, yeah. and, and kind of press the class a little bit. I mean, that we're all human beings. It's great to be in the company of other folks, even if they're not like me. Who cares? So I'm in this park, and it's dark out. And L.A. built this great park downtown called Grant Park, and it had these fountains that, you know, in the summertime you could walk into, and, you know, they're spraying water all over, and they have a couple of inches of water underneath them. And I'm walking down this park, I'm with my girlfriend, and we see this guy in an electric wheelchair in this fountain filled with water doing figure eights around all the different things that are spraying the water up in the air. And I'm thinking, this is amazing. And she said, well, you know, we got to get to the lecture. And I'm like, no, we got to talk to this guy. So I go down, I meet this guy. I said, I can't help but admiring the fact that you are doing figure eights in the middle of this big fountain. And he said, I just want to be happy. And I made that decision two years ago. I legally changed my name to Happy H. Happy. And he goes, I'm, I'm not making this up. I mean, I, I, I published on Twitter a picture of this guy. That's and awesome. he said, uh, he said, you know what? Look at me. I'm homeless. I'm disabled. There's, my life has been a series of accidents and problems and issues and, and nothing going my way. Wow. And I said, enough with that. I'm just going to be happy. And so for me, the ultimate irony is this guy was having an incredible time mm. in a way that my girlfriend and I could not because yeah. it was cold out. And we're not going to go into five inches of water and walk around. But because <laughs> he was in an electric wheelchair, he could. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Are you also a motivational speaker, Mark? Uh, I am. I've given a number of talks. As a matter of fact, there is a one of the biggest yoga and wellness companies in the world called Wanderlust uh, engaged me for three months to give a series of workshops on happiness. But I love talking to, to groups. I just gave a, a talk to a group of senior citizens, uh, literally, who need happiness as much as anyone else uh, just last month. And it, and it was amazing because at the conclusion of that one, all these women came up to me and started disclosing these incredibly personal things that they had gone through in their life and how something that I said touched on that memory and brought it back. And it's just so rewarding. I mean, I, I get direct mails on my Twitter feed, which is at Mark Jaffe, from people like one guy two days ago said that he has this debilitating illness and he said it was so hard for him to make it through a night until he got to my Twitter feed and read the words and looked at the pictures and it calmed him down and gave him hope and he fell asleep. I was smiling you know, uh, looking at your pictures. You have one with your son and you just both, you both look like exactly like you're enjoying each other. You're having a great time. It's just a great picture. I think it said, uh, what did it say? The, the, the best thing you can give somebody is, is your time or... Or something like that. Yeah, it's the, the most valuable thing you can give your children is your time. Yeah. But, and if you look closely at that picture, my daughter is in the back 
about to dive into this river in Amsterdam. I saw that. I didn't know if that was somebody like that was just there. I I, I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she photobombed our picture. <laughs> she and I couldn't like, tell that she was going to dive I? in. I'm going to be in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Do you feel that it's okay to be unhappy at times? Like, is that... Yeah, I totally normal? accept my unhappiness. I mean, that's part of it. I don't try to block it out. Listen, right. I'm I'm as unhappy as the next guy. I've experienced the loss of people I love very much. I've experienced severe disappointments, and I I accept that, and mm-hmm. and I don't block it away. Because I, I like, just yeah, it. that's what I feel is like I a mean, problem with like sitcoms, like they they you know sitcoms like just the whole scenario of them like. You have to have everything solved in a half hour. You know, you're all right. everything's fine at the end. Like you're supposed to always be happy. Yeah. They kind of like you know they they like if you're not if you're sad they they teach, kind of like feels like something's wrong. You know, that, that, that's what's good about Seinfeld. It never worked out. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> that was one of the best. That was one of the best. <laughs> you know, um, I, you guys probably heard of the artist Bill Withers. You know, incredibly soulful man who sang those songs, um, Lean on Me, Ain't No Sunshine. Okay. I mean, that guy just gets the human condition. He was interviewed on NPR uh, about a year ago, and he was talking about his brother. who used to work in the coal mines, loved the grittiness of being a coal miner, and then he got in this accident, couldn't work, look, live in the coal mines anymore, so he became the happiest mailman he had ever seen. <laughs> and he said, I could never do that. Because if I couldn't do what I loved, I would never be happy again. I would, can't block out the fact that I have unhappiness. And I'm thinking to myself, of course you, 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 you don't have to block it out. Right. You just accept it. Yeah. I mean, how do, how do blind people have a good life? How do people with one leg have a good life? How do people that have been fired from the job have a good life? You do, because that's part of what the complexity of life is. So... If you accept those things and say, my life is different now, but that doesn't deprive me of the ability to be happy. I just accept the difference that I now have right. been given, yeah, and I move and on. Adapt to it, yes. I do. I love that um, one of the first reviews I read of your book said it's not, you're not trying to tell anybody something impossible to do. It's, it's your book, it's completely doable, what you're saying. like, And it's not oh, a yeah, drastic it, change. It's not like you have to make a no. drastic change in your life. You know, it's funny. I mean, a lot of these books are written by these scientists and psychologists and and people that have incredible credentials. I'm just a dude. I'm just a guy who kind of figured out what works for me. And I was able to kind of put it in five barriers that stop me from being happy, 10 pathways that have worked for me to be happy. And then I include all these great suggestions based on a lot of the stories that that I talk about. And it's not hard to do. It's easy to do. It's just, a lot of it is common sense. You know, a lot of it is just kind of, I learned it in the school of hard knocks as opposed to going to study psychology at a university. Did you have a question, Sam? Um, well, if you, uh, you, you seem to take a, like a stoic uh, approach to life. Do you know what stoic? Tell me what you mean by stoic. Stoic, uh, stoic is in, like an ancient uh, Greek philosophy, which is basically just... Uh, learn to accept the things that you can't control. Like there are things yeah. in life that you can't control and you it's, accept that. It's, um, it's similar to Taoism. And Taoism. I was going to say like yeah. with the water, like move with yeah, the, yeah. the flow and, and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. I've seen that kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. And I was also, you 
Uh, I, I just want—I was wondering uh, what your opinion of uh, mindfulness is, if you're familiar with that at all. Oh, very familiar with it. I have a, uh, an entire chapter on um, gratitude and presence, and you know, I, I, I and and being present in the moment. You know, because the, the moment you're in is the most important moment that there is. And, you know, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, who's a, a very big uh, Buddhist and uh, monk and an expert on mindfulness, you know, he said, every time you go to the present and recognize the condition of happiness that you have, happiness comes. Yeah. And that's just so profound for me. I mean, just the recognition of the moment and the happiness that it brings, it just multiplies. It's a multiplier of happiness to have gratitude for that moment and to fully experience that moment. You know, and I learned a lot of that, you know, from, from my parents. I remember when I would go hiking with my mom and uh, my dad and my brother, all of a sudden my mom would stop and she'd say, okay, guys, bottle it. And I'm like, what? Bottle it. Bottle this moment. Bottle the smell of these pine trees. Bottle the view. <laughs> and I just, I, and bottle it kind of became code for us. It was code for like, just stop and experience this moment. That's cool. That's very cool. What, um, Mark, uh, where can everybody get your book? Well, it's available on Amazon. Uh, so I, I encourage you to go check it out. You can go to my website, suitcaseofhappiness.com, and happiness is spelled H-A-P-P-Y-N-E-S-S. And as I mentioned, my Twitter feed is at Mark Jaffe. I put out a tweet. Uh, every morning during the week, and you know, I, it's just astounding to me. I have like thirty-two thousand followers in just eight months, so it's, it's obviously resonating and and giving people a, a lot of joy and pleasure. That's awesome! Thank you so much for talking to us. Oh, I really appreciate the the ability to be on your show. Thank you guys so much. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Have a great night. Take care. You as well. Take care, Mark. Cool. That was awesome. Like, he's a regular dude. Like, yeah, he's not. Yeah. I like that. What do you got, Slambo? Oh, nothing. What's your moment of happiness? What uh, do you, it's every day, like, something out of every day that you, like, that really, like, genuinely makes you happy. Oh, generally? Yeah, I, you know. When I'm giving him a hand job. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I, you know. <laughs> Who? Yeah, you know, that's, that's the That's happiest, the best. That's the happiest place on earth, yeah. <laughs> when he's throwing up Subway in the, the parking lot. <laughs> no, that's really, like, what no, makes you yeah, happy? really, um. I don't know, man. I, I, you know what really makes me happy when I go, is when I go fishing and I actually catch something. Yeah. And I got it like, you know, on the end of the hook, and I'm bringing the fucker in. Yeah, you know? like. Just that that whole uh, fight or whatever yeah, the, 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 the whole, thrill of the hunt. Yeah, the thrill of the hunt. That's the thrill cool. Of the chase. And the boars, but. Yeah, that, that we've was, talked about that a lot, but that. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. that was that was pretty exciting. That's what I remember before we started this, like way before I was talking to Carmine, getting a haircut, and he's I forget what he was saying. Hey, it's creepy old guy from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Bob. And no, guy, no, no, it's Rob and Slim. Rob and Slim. Yeah, Rob and Slim. I thought it was the Bob and Tom show. No, Rob and Slim. All right. Uh, yeah, creepy old guy here from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Rob and Slim show, I guess. All right, I'm going to go get a drink. See ya.
Easy. Next break we take after this interview, I might run to Wawa. Does anybody want anything? Mm, no, I'm good. Call oh. Skype. Heard the slam it be. Esther. Hi. It's kind of choppy. Okay. Uh. Why don't you call us back? Because uh, I wasn't really sure what method you were using. So call us back and we'll see if that uh, is any different. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Slam it be now. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah, it is. He needs it as a ringtone. We have it as a ringtone on the show, but you need it. Slam it be now. <laughs> Try that. No, that doesn't sound any better. No. It's, oh, do you have? Uh, are you listening to the show or? No, no. Let me. You sound all right now. Actually, I was gonna say that now it sounds good. Okay, I had a window open. Maybe that was it. Okay. Oh, like an actual window open? I thought on the computer. Yeah, that's not being on the computer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Esther Ludlow, you are a podcaster, um, and your podcast is Once Upon a Crime? Yes, And me. it's all about true crime, true the podcast for the true crime addict. I listened last night to, I think it was episode 33, uh, mm -hmm. The Last of the Sweetheart Killers. That, this story was crazy. Yeah, I find some pretty crazy ones out there. That's what I look for. <laughs> Martha Beck, she was a real piece of garbage. <laughs> Left her kids, like, just because of this one, the dude she met, uh, Raymond Fernandez. Uh, she just left her kids at, uh, what was it, uh, Salvation yeah. Army. Yeah, see ya. Never looked back for <laughs> wow. three years. She didn't even know what happened to her kids or anything. She just was gone. And then they went on to scam women. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's crazy. And then they they just got sloppy at the end. They they went down and like because they ran like personal ads. This was, yeah. when was it, Esther? In like the thirties or? Yeah, so it was in the, it was in the four it was in late forties. And apparently there used to be these things on um, in the newspapers called lonely hearts ads. And what okay. that was was um, it, I think what it mostly was is because this was after the war. This is right you know right right around you know the war where there's a lot of war widows. Um, and so these women, you know, they didn't have a lot of options as far as, you know, going out and having a career. So, you know, once if they had children and their husbands died or didn't come back for more or left them or whatever, you know, they were pretty much stuck. So they would put these ads in the paper. The women would put these ads in the paper saying, you know, you know, 30 year old, you know, female, blah, 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 you know, looking for love or whatever. And then people would write back and forth to each other. And if they liked each other, they would meet. And okay. This guy, Raymond Fernandez, he decided, oh, this is a good way for me to, you know, meet these wi widows and basically, you know, rob them of, you know, all the assets. So that's how it's awful. <laughs> yeah. But then how did they like for some like how did she like land him, though? Because he was just in it for for, you know, yeah. See, that that's the odd part of that story, I think, is that she was there was something about her that. For some reason, you know, I think it, it maybe just it's out, at least this is what he said is that mm. she was willing to do anything he told her to do. Okay. Um, she was that you know desperate and you know she was just a very lonely person. She never had you know I mean she'd been left by two men who had impregnated her you know all of this and you know really didn't have a whole lot of options I guess and she just decided hey you know this is my 
this is my man, you know. This is my dude. So then they went together and they were like, he was sleeping with women, but she allowed him only to sleep with certain women, right? They had to be like old women. Yeah, she got the 60 some plus women and say, okay, yeah, that's fine. But she would still get very jealous. So it wasn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't work out so well. And then they went down. What did they do? They killed one and they were like writing letters to the person's family as that, as her. And and then they just lived in her house for a while and like partied. Yeah. She actually killed the first woman. She said out of, you know, she was just in a rage because she was so jealous and she just decided to get rid of her. But, you know, he helped, you know, helped at the end to, you know, basically complete the act. Um, and, but here, here's an, you know, I didn't put in there because I didn't have a whole lot of, you know, real corroboration about it, but apparently there was a woman where he, from Spain, he's lived in Spain, um, that also, um, was killed and suspected him of, of getting rid of her. Um, but so he already had a history because a lot of people think, oh, she spurred him into murder. That's what happened. But I, there's some, um, you know, there's some evidence that he may have already begun that before he met her. Right. Oh, okay. But he yeah. he had a wife. Didn't he have a wife from there? Yeah. Or yeah, like yeah. and he, he was writing to her. They both yeah. went to the like they both were on death row, her mm-hmm. uh, Martha and Raymond, and he was still writing home to his wife's uh, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. And she knew uh, Martha knew that he was married and you know had a wife oh, in Spain. And she kids. didn't know. That's why I wasn't sure of. Yeah. He told her. I mean, like like I said at the beginning, you know, he felt like he told her everything. He told her he was scamming his women and everything that was going on. And he also told her about his wife and kids, and he, she didn't care. She was just like, hey, you know, she's over there. I'm here, whatever. You Esther, know. do you want to try calling us back on the on the on your on your phone because it is still going in and out? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me see. If I have that number. Yeah, I was gonna say if not, I could just I could uh, send it. I think I have it open right now. Show phone number. Yeah, I'll I'll just copy it and send it. Send it in Twitter. Uh, all right. Yeah, I figure maybe if you call from the phone, maybe it'll be a little better. I don't know. Okay, let me try it. All right. Okay. Let's see. Um, where's Twitter? Uh, that fucking touchpad sucks. The mouse sucks today. I don't know why the mouse is being all silly. It's all shaky and cool. I got it. Kind of. I clicked it. There we go. Message at once upon a crime. Or yeah, that's it. Paste. Cool. Yeah, that story was crazy though, man. Like I said, they ended up in uh on death row, they both got the death penalty. How many how many did they kill? We'll have to ask. We'll have to ask. Uh they were like using a checkbook, uh, I think, of the last one. Like they went to a movie. They were just like they, they could have got out of there and probably gotten away with it. And uh, they just stayed in the lady's house. Oh. Esther. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> so Slim had asked how many how many people did they kill altogether? Um, they let's see how many was well. Let's see. There was the one, two, three. Um, three that they killed outright. There was one that he had drugged, and she ended up dying the next day. So that was four. Um, yeah, and they only they only charged him with the one, the first one, um, the one in in New York, because that's where he could have got they could have got them the death penalty. 
So oh. they basically, yeah, they never tried him for the other one because Michigan didn't have a death penalty and they wanted to fry him. So I figured everything had was... the death penalty back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and there's a lot of that. I mean, a lot of the cases that I've I've noticed that that's you know when it's different. You know, well, there's been a few that different states. The one before this was or two before this, uh, the Coleman and Brown. Same thing. They were doing you know, murders in, in um, I think it was four or five states, and, um, I mean, they had a, talk about a tally of murders, a, a ton of them, and they basically just tried them for, I believe it was one, and again, it was a state that they knew the could put state. them to death. Wow, and yeah. uh, what was I th- uh, thinking of, too, when you said, like, you think they gave her the death penalty because of how she described it, how she said just, all she heard was, like, the blood dripping, and it just wouldn't stop, and she just didn't have any remorse. Like, it was, it was No, none, crazy. none. And, and, you know, and that's the thing, too, because some of the, you know, the ones that I've been, you know, I've been uh, researching, the, the women who get the death, well, first of all, usually women don't get the death penalty. Like, if you heard the one before, which was uh, Charles Starkweather and Carol Fugate, um, you know, they didn't even, they, you know, they didn't really even say that she was definitely part of it. Some people believe that she was killing with him. Some believe that she was just basically, you know, his hostage. Um, but anyway, he got the death penalty. He, he, you know, they killed him in the electric chair. But she, you know, she got life in prison and then ultimately was paroled. Oh, okay. um, yeah. The one before that was a male and female team as well. And she um, she didn't get the well, she got the death penalty. She got sent to the death penalty with him. But then the governor who was against the death penalty commuted it. And he had actually commuted the sentences to life for several female death row inmates. Wow. Um, so that's that's that was the interesting thing about this case was because she actually I mean, not only was she executed, she was executed on the same day. I mean, they might as well have done it, you know, in the same chair. At the right. Same time. She was just been it holding so hands. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what um did they ever did you ever like see anything like what happened to her kids or anything? You know, I, I'm pretty sure they probably got adopted and their names were changed. Uh, what I do know is that she um she had, like I said she did not try to contact them at all um, until so she went to prison. Oh, she, she did try to prison. To... Wow. And then she started writing to them um, wow. and put them on the list that they could come visit her Rikers and all this. And, you know, I don't really th- I don't believe they did. I yeah. don't think that happened. Wow. I know her mother did. Her mother visited her or wrote to her or something. But wow. I think that might have been the only person. I saw, too, yeah. you did uh, You did Joey Botafuco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Amy Fisher. That was... You know what? That that episode was was. People love that. I mean, that a was a bla- really popular episode, which I was surprised people would even remember that. You know? <laughs> I remember those sweet workout pants he wore. He wore those sweet, like, Guido gym pants with yeah. the patterns. Remember those, those parachutes, those hammer pants? Yeah. I remember those. <laughs> over here, Botafuco. Joy Botafuco yeah. over here. <laughs> That's all yeah, I remember from that. that yeah. <laughs> Did he get out? Was he, like, because she just killed his wife, right? Like he didn't do. She, really. he, she didn't even kill him. She he shot her in the head, but she survived. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, she still she still has the bullet in her head, but she survived. Wow. Um, and was able, you know, I mean, like with, by the next day, I think or a couple days later, she was in a coma for a couple days. But then she was able to say, you know, this is what this person looked like, and they picked her up really quick. Wow. You know? Yeah. Um, this has been so long. I didn't. I didn't remember the whole the whole story of it. Yeah, it was a crazy story. It was a, not only was it crazy for what happened because it was a teenage girl and a, you know, 30 something year old married man, but yeah. 
you know, the fact that, um, you know, the whole thing blew up about that. But then also there was a lot, they, they were really out there in the public. I mean, the guy was, you know, on the Howard Stern show and, you know, all of this was going on. And so he, it's like he kept it in the news. You know? <laughs> he wanted to ride that. I think like years later, he was in like a celebrity boxing match on MTV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I mean, and, and the reason why they actually pressed charges on him for statutory rape is because he, kept himself in the public eye and they finally got sick of him and they're like you know what no we're just gonna try <laughs> we gotta get rid of this <laughs> the you know <laughs> they just you know they just have had it with him and not and the other thing that was crazy to me because i didn't know this until i started researching it that what has happened since then you know that she got into porn and that they tried to have the two of them try to pitch a reality show together it was uh, you know joey and amy back together again and you know all wow. this crap. Because he had, you know, his wife had divorced him since, and he had he had remarried and divorced again. I think um, no. As a matter of fact, he was still married when that thing came out about the the thing, and the, the wife told him no, <laughs> that ain't happening. So wow. um, yeah. So it, and then so then yeah, she got it it because she was some I forget what happened, but anyway, her husband that she had been married to for quite a while, she had a couple of kids and everything. She um, she decided, you know. She, I guess she was going to divorce him and whatever, and he got mad, and he, he released a sex tape with her um, and with, with his wife, you know, and, and figured out, hey, I can capitalize on this, you know, she's a, a name people know. Wow. And so he did that, and so instead of her, you know, saying, well, you know, you son of a bitch, you whatever, she decided, oh, okay, I'll launch my porn career now. What the, his ex-wife? Butterfuko's ex-wife? Yeah, Butterfuko, no, Amy Fisher Oh, Amy Fisher did. Oh, oh my God, wow. Yeah. Wow. So apparently she still has, she still has a porn channel, but, you know, she told, she, people were saying, how come you're not doing porn movies? And she said, people told me, you're too old, you need to get off the screen. So she stopped. <laughs> wow. Wow. What other, um. I think she's like. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what other, like, uh, just crime stories have fascinated you? Oh my gosh, that's what, you know, it's funny because when I started this, it, I, I kind of started doing the ones that I remembered, like that always stuck with me. You ever hear things that always stick with you? Like um, the Kenny, Kitty Genovese uh, story, um, the one where supposedly, you know, she had been, you know, raped and stabbed and all these neighbors watched and nobody called for help. Yeah, you know? yeah, I've heard uh, that. That yeah. Yeah, that happened in the, six, in the 60s. Um, and so when I you know, I, I researched that, I realized that wasn't exactly true. Um, oh, okay. There was one, actually one guy who really was the one who could have called the police and probably saved her life and didn't do it. Um, but really the rest of the neighbors didn't see anything. They didn't know what they had seen. It was all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was one that always stuck with me. Um, what are some of the other ones that and then there was some that I found that I had never heard of that were really fascinating. So Brenda Spencer, who is, you know, considered the first school shooter in the United States, was a female, a 16-year-old female. Would have never when was that? that? I thought it was that Columbine. This was in, this was in 1979. This wow. was in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hadn't heard that, and no. so that was that's a really popular one. People like, oh, my God, I never heard of that. And I'm like, yeah, first of all, you wouldn't think – you know, you might think it would be a teenager because, you know, that's a lot of school shooters are teenagers, but not a female and not that long ago, 
yeah. heard that. Yeah. Has there, know. has there been any other female shooters since her? You know, I don't, I think, I think I did see one, um, but I don't think it was in the U S and I can't remember, mm. but yeah, I don't think so. I think she's pretty much stands alone. What about the one in the eighties? There was one like in the eighties. I had to have to look this up. I, I don't remember but this mm. kid like, yeah, like was, I think sniping other kids and like killed one. Oh. And, uh, I gotta look that. I gotta, I gotta try to find it out. But I remember when I was a kid right down the road from me, there was this, uh, mailman and, uh, one day, one day uh, I don't know who called the cops. I think the wife maybe came home and reported it. He was stabbed 27 times in the chest and uh, like died on the floor in the living room. But he was with his like two-year-old or, or younger daughter. And mm-hmm. uh, she just thought he was taking a nap because she was so little. She had no idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, for years they investigated for a lot of years went by and then all of a sudden like she she was cleared of it everything and then all of a sudden out of the blue it was a guy she was sleeping with that she want, that she told him to do it he just confessed he just confessed I guess went to the police oh, wow. and confessed that he did it and like, it was crazy oh, I, I think I still That's have the crazy. fucking article in my room because it was like two it was like two blocks away from me <laughs> not even oh wow it was like on the way to my That's... friend's house like that I always went to like, it was just crazy yeah <laughs> Huh, no, that's that's a new one on me. I haven't heard that, that story. That's crazy. Have you found any cool stories from, like, Jersey like or, or, or New York? Uh, let's see. Yeah, well, the well, Bonifuca one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. <laughs> uh, Kitty, the Kitty Genovese is New York. I also did uh, the John Lennon shooting. <clears throat> that was in New York. Cool. Um, there's a Not lot cool. of stuff in New York. I know. Oh, the, um, well... Biggie was from New York, but he actually got shot in L.A. I did that one. Um, who else is over there? Anyone else? Yeah, I guess those would be. We're yeah. gonna say Pete. There's a lot of California. There's a lot of New York. Yeah, I know, you know. Well, the ice man, <laughs> the ice man, I know was active out here because right, they say off. I think off Stage Road, like out in when you drive out into the pines, right there. That's around here. He, he actually buried uh-huh. some of his corpses out there. When was that? This was back, I think he was active during like the 70s and 80s. I yeah. Think he worked for the mob, that guy. I was going to say, they, they said that there was a lot of like bodies buried in the, the like off the parkway down yeah, here. Like yeah, that was right from the, the mafia. Yep. And they said, remember when they burned the woods in the 90s? Were you too yeah. young? Like, I, yeah. I think I had just moved down yeah, here. And all the woods that. got burned around here, around the uh, yeah. parkway. And they were saying, they were uh, saying it was probably the, the mafia. The, like, yeah, it could very well have been. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That was one of the the rumors, <laughs> the rumors. And um, what other uh, what like what other like you just did this the sweetheart killers. What other like yeah. type of of things like that have you done? Have you done like celebrities or politicians or? Yeah. So the way I do it is I I, I group the episodes into um, into topics. So like that one was you know like the couples who killed together that was that that one and i they do one episode for each case or each you know um each one of those so i've done um so i did one about musical icons like uh, like so i did so in those i did a, i did a, a episode about Kurt Cobain nice. i did a, one about uh, Tupac and Biggie and their shootings and the mystery or not mystery surrounding those depending on how you you know what you believe um, I also did Marvin Gaye. If you remember, Marvin Gaye was killed by his father. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. crazy. That was a crazy story. Yeah, a super crazy story. What about Phil Hartman? Um, do then, you remember that one? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I had Phil Hartman on the list, and that's for like, you know, like, oh, there's so many Hollywood. There's so many Hollywood. Yeah, or uh, who was the other one? Uh, I mean, I know about Shatner. His wife died in the pool, yeah. right? And who was the other guy? Blake, Robert Burke, or Robert, Robert Blake? Blake? Oh, yeah. Robert Blake, yeah, oh, Robert Blake. Yeah, you got crazy. OJ, you got Robert Blake, you got Marlon Brando's son, Christian Brando, who shot the his sister's boyfriend. I mean, there's a lot of them. <laughs> you know, you would think that these guys, you know, they're living the life, right? And they shouldn't be out shooting people, but uh, happens, I guess. Uh, Shannon got away with it, basically, right? Didn't they say he basically drowned his, his wife in the pool? And... <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, I said, oh, she was drunk as all the pool, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, what did Harmon, his wife shot him, right? Right? In the backyard yeah, or something? Yeah, his wife. Yeah, she was, yeah, she, she, was she had some kind of a mental break or something. And, uh, but then she, you know, she she committed suicide, you know, right after too. So, um, oh. you know, like within hours, within hours, yeah, she she had left, and when they found her, she had shot herself too. So. What do you think about Cobain? Who do you think did it? So, yeah, that's the thing. So I went through. I mean, I think the Kurt Cobain episode is one of the most popular ones I did, and it's one of the longest they did because he, the guy, for having only lived till what twenty seven, he mm. had a very, he was a very complicated guy, yeah. very complicated guy. But when you go really into his history and you see it all he had you know a huge amount of you know very very deep amount of, of depression and just was not a happy guy he no. was just not a happy guy and no. so you got to look at the evidence and say okay could he have could he have shot himself you know and you know First of all, you know, because I watch, I watch both both sides. I watch the documentaries and read things from both sides, and people, you know, said, oh, you know, he, he you know, loved life, and he was happy, and things are great, and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, he had almost died multiple times in the months leading up to, you know, and, okay, if you, I can understand you overdosing, because the guy was, you know, a huge heroin addict, but mm. I, can, I can understand that. But the fact that you almost die from overdoses multiple times within, you know, days or weeks of each other. You're ain't trying to be too careful. You know what I mean? Like you, you at that point you think and, and the thing is if you use so much heroin though, as much as he did, people have said that they can't believe he that he could survive yeah. as much as he did, you know, that he would know his limit and what you know what I mean? Like I think that's that's, you know, what I've heard is that you kind of know, you kind of know, unless you get something that's super strong that you had no clue and you took your regular amount and it totally just, you know, blew your heart out or whatever, you know, then you usually can, can, you know, you know how to maintain that stuff. But, you know, but multiple, multiple times he, you know, almost died um, over and over and over again. And I mean, Kurt, uh, Courtney Love, I had to revive him. I don't, and just the other guy who was around all the time, I had to revive him multiple times. Wow. I didn't even you know, know that. And, Oh yeah, and they knew exactly what to do because it happened so often. So, wow. and I think that's maybe what it was. Is he thought, you know what, I can't even die. I just don't think he would have had. The, I don't think he would have been able to shoot himself if he was that whacked out on heroin. I, I don't know. Yeah, so you have to you have to listen to the episode because I have uh, actually uh, uh, Justin Evans from Generation Y. He kind of um, he gives his his take on if that could have happened or not, and it made a lot of sense. So cool. I actually. I did a little interview with him, a little short interview with him, and he, he tells that part of it, like you know what he believes about that. Definitely, yeah. Check so, that out. yeah, and I mean, there's there's always going to be, and that's the reason why I did you know those about about the you know musical icons like Tupac and and Kurt Cobain and stuff because no matter what, it seems like these these people are like larger than life, and nobody right. wants to believe that they could die a death that you know just like anybody else could die. Mm. You know what I mean? 
they, they want to believe there's more to it than a conspiracy or there's something mm. weird or there's something off, you know, and maybe sometimes there is, but I think a lot of times it's just hard for us to wrap our brains around that somebody could just die mm. when they're so much larger than life, you know, well, like, and I think that's part of it. Kurt Cobain, though, you could just tell in his, like, lyrics, even. Yeah, you think? It was like that video. Like, it was the one where, like, it was Jesus dying. It was yeah, uh, from the In Utero album. It was so... He yeah. just kind of just, like, hinted that he wanted to kill himself yeah. in all of his songs. You yeah. know? I think yeah. he, more, he more than hinted. I think he more than hinted. He just said it outright. <laughs> I want to die. Kill me now. Yeah. I'm Kurt Cobain. Get yeah. it. I'm going to shoot myself. With a shotgun in the head multiple times. <laughs> that song, Penny Royalty. It's based yeah. on them just mixing different like drugs together. <laughs> yeah. I don't. She was a whacked out broad too, though. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. god. Yeah, they were the they were a train wreck together. Yeah. But, you know, I yeah. Mean, Holy you shit. You know, one of those relationships. Right. <laughs> I gotta do Sid and, Sid and Nancy Sid one of these days because that's another one of those. I, I watched the know. movie and it, it it's it's really messed up. It's like crazy. Oh. oh. They just, the two of them before they died, they just rotted yeah. in like in a like a hotel room. Who who's sitting there? Yeah. Who's that? Sid and Nancy. Sid Vicious. Yeah. Sid Vicious. Oh, okay. Sex Pistols. Yeah. 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 So what that did was, they... Yeah, that was a crazy thing. They just, what, rotted? They basically just well, sat and did hair... Well, what oh, I mean by that is they sat just there sat and, and just shot up. Like, wow. And let, let themselves just waste away. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Esther, yeah. it was great talking to you. Uh, yeah. Where can everybody find yeah. you in your show? So iTunes or anywhere where you find podcasts, just look for Once Upon a Crime, and you'll find me. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking to us. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. No problem. Have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye, Esther. As Ray texted me from the Naked Porch, he's got to cancel. He had a really, like, an emergency come up. All right. So uh, I told him no worries. All right, guys. We're going on break. We'll be back. We'll be back with Dave Hodge. This is the Slamborghini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes do a My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes it coupon set Matt's a dapper to dash it, but I'm foobar mess Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern, then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better, but I'm goofy as heck Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers six internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patience Every time I'm feeling like the slightest into doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations You go to work after ain't nobody heard That ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words That ain't worry cause you're sure that a rapper spitting verses As perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass Sure, yeah, oh it's the entitlement and attitude Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back But alas, you're a hack and you're whack So you have to Lower your expectations So what are you waiting for, baby?
Go to SoySawSound.com and start listening today. Yeah! Alright, what's out. going on, guys? We are Fucking back. back. Play a little Transformers live. Alright. Who am I picking? Let's see who's available. The bots have cooldowns. Some of them have like 45 minute cooldowns because they're leveled up so much. I got Rodimus. You want to see my Rodimus? I want to see your Rodimus. Fucking Absolutely. Firefly. I'm going to put in Rust Dust. Right. I'm going to put in a little. Slim ah! Robin Slim, Robin Slim Show. Show. Hold on, Dave. I got more Transformer questions for. Transformers Earth yeah. Wars is a great game. Yeah, and I have more questions about Transformers. So now, do you ever have just an assortment of bots that just suck and you have to send the real sucky bots out? Like I get the only bots I get are trying to get me to watch their cam show. <laughs> <laughs> I get those bots a lot too. Yeah, no, I Especially don't use the, the I don't use the shitty ones. Like, uh, you know, you, you don't, don't use the shitty so like, one stars could... or even the two stars. I got three and four stars now. They have different rankings okay. and all. And uh, yeah, no, what I like. Lion bot? What's that? No lion bots, no go bots on there. No, <laughs> no. Some, uh, Voltron bots. Dude. There's no, yeah, I don't want the Zords or the <laughs> the fucking shit like that. Dave, you're a black guy now. Always that guy, huh? <laughs> what? I found out for Black History Month. Uh, perfect. <laughs> did you do anything special to celebrate? I fucked a fat white girl. <laughs> 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 did you dick get bigger? Yeah, and I was gonna fuck this girl anyway, but fuck it, I had to now. I wouldn't have my way to say it. You're like, I'm black now. I gotta, I gotta right. do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's my black ass, people. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing tonight, bro? Uh, Adam House Radio, 8.30 to 10.30. Nice, nice. All right. When, when do I call you? Can I call you like 11 o'clock tonight? Uh... That'd be good, yeah. All right, cool. I'm going nice. to be up all night. So I apologize for the other day. I, I'm just going to give you a bunch of excuses. Cause what I'm happened? Good, I'm good with excuses. I've been, uh, Dave's been trying to get a hold of me for the past uh, couple of days to help ah. him to help him with some show stuff. And, uh, yeah, because I'm a moron. You, you've been dodging him. Yeah, I was dodging him. Uh, no, I was going to call him. I told him I'll, I'll call you at 2 o'clock, and then my phone died at work, and I didn't have a charger. Oh. And then I realized I also didn't... Uh, Whoa, what was that? <laughs> Is that a whale? That was a shark coming. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I also didn't have minutes I, I, on my I, phone. I had for like some a rice day, and beans. So. What's that? I ate a little rice and beans. <laughs> Are you on the turnpike, Dave? Actually, I just got up. I'm on 130 right now. <laughs> Any rest stop shenanigans? Not, not yet. <laughs> I probably should have gave them up for Lent, though. I don't know. Uh, what did you give up for Lent? Mm, that's right. He does Lent. Vagina. <laughs> no, uh, stop lying. No, no, no. Only, only, only mouth and ass from now on. For the next 48, 48 oh, minutes. You only got oh, bar. All right, all right. <laughs> well, Slambo will be back in a few minutes. He ran to Wawa. He's always of open for, for good no, times in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> he's good for ass to mouth, he said. Did, yeah, he loves it. <laughs> did you go to the uh, the very recent? I think it was like last week. Uh, the recent polar bear plunge. Polar bear. No, I was gonna go, but like a lot of the people that I thought were gonna be going all backed out, and a whole bunch of people I was not expecting to be there went, and was wondering why I wasn't there. Like I don't know. Maybe if you told me, I would have went. I don't fucking know. I'm not a fucking mind reader. 
You don't want to just still do... count as a polar bear plunge if it's like eighty degrees out? Uh, technically, because it's still winter. Yeah. Right. What the fuck, man. What the what is going on anymore? I think it's uh, I think it's the one thing Trump has done right with all that shiny orange. Like it's just making everything warmer. Yeah, like, yeah. It's... He's he's exactly. like the sun on Earth. Yeah, that's it. He's the second coming. He's global warming great again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Dave? He made global warming great again. <laughs> he made global really warming great again. He did. That's amazing. Love that guy. <laughs> you you digging the Trump, the, the Trumpster, the Trumpster? Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. <laughs> He's a good egg. I like how he banned he banned uh, the fucking press and shit like that. And then yeah. old John Kane is like, "That's how you start a dictatorship." And yeah, it kind of is. But let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. John McCain, we're going to listen to the guy that 40 years ago you lost. Senate because somebody was in office for 20 years and that was too long. Okay. <laughs> I saw an article. again. <laughs> what did you say? I saw an article today, too, that people are, are mad at now because he, uh, I guess Obama had put in a bill where, like, it makes it harder for people with like mental illness to get guns, and Trump's like, "Nah, let the retards nah, have guns." That, that guy's fine. Give him a gun. Yeah, yeah, he did. Like he overrided this bill or something. That retard could shoot. Yeah. He did that with every fucking executive order he could. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> He Obama, could. how about your legacy? Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you, your healthcare and your gun control. Let the retards it's shoot. Complicated uh, healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Slambo needs a gun. Just remember that. <laughs> What's that, Dave? Slambo needs a gun. So let's you know. Let's make sure he's allowed. He does, yeah. and he's got his, his booze for guns program. That's why he's such a supporter of Trump because yeah. with, under Obama he wasn't allowed to get a gun <laughs> and had to wear a helmet. <laughs> Right, but I mean, he's still around around schools, but you know he can have his gun, so it's all right. Oh, poor Slambo. He took was eight long years for the Lamborghini. What's going on with you guys? Living the life, bro. Living, living, living the dream, the mm-hmm. podcast dream. Yep. In the Slambo studio. Yeah, yes. in Lamborghini Studios and. A predominantly white neighborhood. What um, <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing, Dave? How's how's uh, uh uncomfortably funny podcast been? Besides technical difficulties, pretty fucking good. Oh, you still haven't? <laughs> right. Yeah, I forgot some of that. What's what's the issue? What's going on? Everything. Uh, <laughs> fucking a whole bunch of shit. I'll yeah. bother yeah. slim uh, slim with that later. Nice. I don't yeah. want to bore the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm special in the head. It's, Our it, people aren't doing technology. You gotta write them a, like a chart. Yeah, a chart. No, a it's just it's just normal. It's just normal shit that you deal with, like. But in a pot, like I still have fucking tech problems all the that, time. I was gonna say the like, shit that's still like Skype still acts stupid every yeah. time we try to open it. Like that's the only thing I have working right. Right, <laughs> and it's like some programs. Like I, every now and then, I gotta do use different programs because a program that worked great for years just suddenly stops working. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, know the I had to uninstall and reinstall my our stream. Yeah, yeah, I got off stream. the Ustream producer, yeah, man. That that's thing. it. Slim got another program that um, broadcasts uh, to I Ustream. Was, well, I tried using that, but you know. That's caused other problems. Yeah. <laughs> I so thought like, the intern yeah, was on that. Me, I thought Little Dave. I thought Little Dave was on top of this shit. He was, but then I tried with this exploit shit, and you know, 
He's like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, all right, well, never mind that. <laughs> you gonna sit and watch this tutorial for me? He's like, no, I got homework. <laughs> like, now you got to do your homework out of nowhere. <laughs> we got to get you back in, Dave. Yes, we we will definitely schedule something soon. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome, dude. It's good times. Did you have fun on Christmas? <laughs> Of course. Come on. I love being there for Christmas. Yeah, show. dude. That was cool. That was cool. It was hectic doubling down to come to the other Christmas show. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Do you well, the Who Slam It I B cards? I promise you guys. Dave. So, you know. Oh, Dave, do you want to play the uh, Who Slam It B game show we have? Yes. I got, um, it's going to be. You didn't watch any, dude. You're not, you don't know all the answers, do you? No, I did not watch. I feel bad, but I'm happy for Preston. <laughs> I have a lot of quotes. They're either uh, Slamborghini or a politician, and you just have to guess. Is it was it uh, right. Slamborghini or a politician? Let me play the official "Who Slam It Be Now" theme song, and we will get that rolling in a minute. If my mouse is gonna act, all right, it's acting right. Who Slam? Where's the? Uh, uh, here we go. Here's the theme song. Who Slam It Be Now? <laughs> Who slam it be now? <laughs> Who slam it be now? Who slam it be now? All right, Dave. Here's the first one. That's a trick, that's What's a that? trick question. That, that Slim 7, 8, and Slambo. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point already. <laughs> All right. The first quote is, I'm a big tobacco and caffeine guy. Wow, yeah, that could be both. Uh, I'm going with Slambo on that, though. Mm. Oh, that was uh, Roy Barron, bro. That was Roy Barron. You got a strike. Remember, now, when we say uh, politicians, these are people who have either been on our show, some of them are just real politicians. You know, uh, it's it's anything. It's just anybody who, who says they're a politician. Yeah. They're in here. Some of them are real. Uh- do you know how many people are actual politicians are big tobacco people? Come on. That, 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 was, a, that was a lot. That could have went either way. Here's one. I'm a dino. Dinos never die. That's definitely yeah, slam, Yeah, that was. Uh, yo, this yo. is a uh, buffalo chicken. They're out of steak. Okay. So. That's cool, dude. Thank you, Slambo. Perfect. Thank you, dude. All right. So the Slambo actually did his job as the intern. Good. He did. He got me in my sandwich. Here's one. <laughs> I stir my coffee with my dick and balls. Not necessarily in that order. I do. Lebo does that. I've seen him do it. That is correct. Yeah, you drank that coffee, didn't you? All right. I wore it. Here's the next one, Dave. You're disgusting. Well, he's not easily disgusted, but that has to be politics. Nice. That was the Trumpster. That was the drumster. All right. Here's one. I like turkey fighting. Turkey fighting gets all violent, and it brings in revenue. Ooh. Well, that's a politician that really said revenue. Ooh, no. That. That was. Ah, why is the mouse doing this? Fuck. That was a Slamborghini. Mm. Two strikes, Dave. That was Slamborghini. (laughs) Here's the next one. Here's the next one. I'm not behind the candelabra. I am on top of the candelabra. That's Flambo. That was. 
Good job, Dave. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's see. It's freezing in New York and snowing. We need global warming. <laughs> yes. That was the Trumpster. <laughs> He's not the smartest. Please make the global warming great again. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to harness zombie power. Ooh. You know, I remember there were a couple uh, departments in the defense people that were doing that. But I don't know if any of the politicians were. I, I'm going to go with Slambo on that. Ooh. That was Vermin Supreme. Is he out already? I think, Dave, I think you're out. Yeah, it's Dave, three, that was three oh. strikes. How many did Dave get? Uh, six. Six. So that wasn't bad. I think you, you had right. seven, I think? Yeah, I think I think uh, me and Craig are one ahead of you. And then Preston got like 13 right or 11, something. Eleven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Preston, yeah, Preston just killed it. <laughs> and Slambo got like... Slambo got two right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I love, too, that, like, even our guests on the same night, and nobody listens to us. I just love that. Everyone were like, did you see the, did you see it, or did you listen? No, we don't. We don't listen to your show. I just got a text from uh, Hollywood. Ooh. Uh, he says, tell, he Rob, tell Rob to look at the Facebook messages. Oh, all right, all right. Let's do well, this. He could have texted me. Yeah. Let's see. Why would he? Text I don't have a message from Hollywood Christian. Uh, is it in the Rob and Slim messages? Maybe it could be. Oh wait. Right. Oh. Maybe the comments. Is it in the Facebook Jeez. live feed? That's. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah, yo guys, I'm excited to be in the studio. Thanks for derailing. <laughs> no, we can't wait to have you in, Christian. <laughs> I was uh, looking at that earlier that you're coming, dude. I can't wait. And we got. We got a special Who Slam It Be now to play with Hollywood Christian Vogel, and he's going to be here for, uh, what, what are we doing? Spam? Samuel Adams. Slim is drinking his uh, Spam and Samuel Adams smoothie next week, and he looks excited. <laughs> I, one, don't, don't remember agreeing to this. Two, I'm not going to not agree you to said, it. So <laughs> you said I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. I don't want to do it, but I also feel like I have to. <laughs> you have to. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Good Lamborghini cheesesteak. I got He's the best intern ever. Holy fuck. Mike's still a minor, so you know. Who's that? It's not the hot time. Who's a minor? Slambo? Oh, you're intern. <laughs> what, um, 8.30, <laughs> Slambo? Okay. Oh. 15 minutes. Mm. I just spilled water all over my crotch. Nice. Nice. <laughs> what do you got coming up, Dave? What, uh, you got, uh, what guests do you have in next week? Do you guys always have live guests? Uh, usually, yeah. We, uh, every now and then we don't have anybody. We had actually somebody back out, and we're working on getting uh, Christicoli in. Is that? No relation, oddly enough, yes. What? Really? Yeah, I don't believe that, that. That's the bigger uh, anomaly. Yeah, like that, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I found out there's a Chris Hosnowski. Is there? That's a comedian. That oh. went to the same high school as me. That's not related. What? Do you know him? Uh, now I do. He's white, though. 
Oh, yeah, that's uh, obviously he's not related to you. You're black. All right. I don't know. No relation. That's crazy. I think he was separated. Separated at birth. We might have been. I don't know. Mm. Separated. All this genealogy shit has me going nutty, though. I'm like, some of this shit's kind of cool. Some of it's a little fucking weird. What's, uh, what have you found? A lot of black people that are surprised they're related to me. <laughs> More than I'm surprised. Do you get, like, reparations now? I could. When they start handing that shit out, I'm fucking collecting. <clears throat> I want some, too, bro. So I'm excited to find out, like, how many new scholarships I could go into. Go into. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I could get all the African-American scholarships. Uh, I, I have uh, two captains from the Revolutionary War in my background. Wow. I the Revolution scholarships. For my son, I'm fucking excited. I, don't, I'm not, I might not have to pay for college. <laughs> <laughs> Which nice. is good because I haven't been saving. What's that, Dave? It's, it's a good thing because I haven't been really saving too much. So, you know, I'm happy. It is. Okay, that's what I didn't, I didn't realize. <laughs> uh... What's Anthony doing, man? Tonight, uh, he is coaching wrestling, and tomorrow night he's going to be with opening for Jim Florentine at Bridgestone. Wow, they're opening for Florentine? Yeah. Nice. And what's uh, what's Shay been up to? Shay is actually just got out of his car. Oh, no, he just turned off his car a minute ago. Oh. And we're, we're ready to go upstairs to do an Animal House show. We, uh, we have Tiffany on tonight. Who, who's Pop that? Star. Pop star Tiffany. Oh, okay. I thought you said Keemstar. Ooh, we should call. We should have Ryan. Well, she was when I jerked off to her. <laughs> we should have Ryan. We should, like, while we have Ryan on, on the phone, we'll call them and have Ryan do a character. That's what we'll do. You might get a Joni call. Oh, we'll, I mean, we'll prank. <laughs> yeah, we'll prank Joni. 609 Yeah, have, I think I have it. You have Tiffany, the, the pop star from the 80s? Yeah. What? How'd you get her? I have nothing to do with the booking. Who's that? Do you have uh, <laughs> Debbie Gibson? I wish. Because they made a movie together. And I, yeah. I think not too long ago. I remember hearing him on uh, Opie and Anthony years ago. Yeah. Promoting it. All I know is I was the only like straight guy that went to go see her you know, first concert tour. At Radio City, I went to see her. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I can buy the ticket, so I'm a little less gay, but I still went like a fucking homo. <laughs> I won. I got. I won two tickets on Z100, and like nobody wanted to go up. <laughs> Did you scalp the other one, or? Yeah, and I, you know, I used that to buy my Debbie Gibson shirt to try and have her autograph. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite song? <laughs> What's your favorite Tiffany song, Sam? Girl, I didn't give a damn. Uh, um, I don't even know any of her songs. I don't even know who she uh, is. I, I have I, no clue. It was like being in the eighties. Uh, Shane wants to say what's up, Robin Slim. Mm. What's going oh, Robin on, Slim? What's up? How are you? What up, Shane? What's going on? How you guys doing? All right, good, man. Good. Awesome. I just came upon Dave sitting in his car masturbating. I had to see what was going on. Well, yeah. Obviously, if he's masturbating, he's talking to us. Mm. Did you guys hear uh, we had Craig on last week? Did you hear his interview? Yes, Craig is awesome. 
Mm. I like Craig. Like where I worked with Craig last uh, a couple weeks ago, it was really good. Craig's a great guy. He's amazing. He brings the energy that yeah. guy. Very low energy. Very low energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a couple of Red Bulls to get him going, but yeah. <laughs> it's very depressing to be around. <laughs> yeah, <What>? definitely. <laughs> <laughs> he recommended you, Shay. I'm like, yeah, we had him on, and uh, he told me to. He keeps telling me to get Buddha. And uh, I had messaged Buddha, uh, I think, before Christmas, and it was just like a busy time of year. And he told me to message him. Yeah. Message him after New Year's, and I just, I've not got around to it yet. No, definitely hit Buddha. Buddha's, Buddha's a good time. Yeah, fun Buddha, guy. Buddha's going to be a great guest as well. Yeah, that's definitely. what he said. Get a chance to catch up with Buddha, definitely. Nice. Nice. Who are you guys performing? Oh, you guys are doing the show tonight, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm just heading in now. Nice. When are you, so you guys take care. Oh. I'll talk to you soon. You too, All right, All right. Later, brother. Talk to you soon, guy. I'll talk to you. I'll be All right. Take minute. care, man. Take care, bro. Dave, when's the next time you do a stand-up? Uh, this weekend, I fucking... I can't. Oh, uh, Town Tavern for Symphony. Nice. Who, who are you going to be with? Uh, Bobby Gonzo, I forget what other priest he has out. He usually has some weird characters that come out. Uh, he, I got to give him some praise, some love. Uh, he just put me, I'm going to be in some softcore, straight-to-video type shit coming up in uh, the fall. We just filmed this past weekend. It's called Ant Babe. It's a play on Ant-Man, of course, except she's topless. What's and, it called? And uh, Ant Babe. Ant Babe. Ant Babe? From the same, yeah, the same producers that did Brown Avengers. Are you like the, the disgruntled dad? <laughs> no, I, I this one I play a, a, a sex addict in recovery. <laughs> so you're just playing yourself, not. That's a far stretch. Except for the recovery part. <laughs> <laughs> nice. By scene, I'm talking about masturbating and, and coming on the carburetor of a '57 Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> are you on the? On the are you on the? It's more realistic. Are you on the front cover? I don't know yet. I hope so. You better be. <laughs> Where's that? What's that going to be on? DVD? Yeah, DVD, straight to video type stuff. VOD, he does this. He does uh, this guy, uh, Zach Snake. He does a lot of small, low-budget movies. He's the guy that did Easter Day, too. Easter Dick? Easter Day. Easter, Easter Day. Day? What's that? Where the killer Easter rabbit goes around killing people. Oh, yeah. I think you I've, seen it? I think I've seen something like that. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Can you get Slambo in one of these? Yeah. I want to be a guy in a monster suit. Slambo wants to be a guy in a monster suit. It's a CGI Easter bunny murdering people. It's kind of fun. Mm. Tom Jelly was in that one. He gets killed first. Or third. Joni? Tom and Jelly. Oh, Tom and Jelly. How's he been? He's been good. He was awesome, man. I keep meaning to get him back in, too. Yeah, he's right by you guys. You gotta get his ass in there. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. And then, and then I still have to go, you know, make a make an appointment to go see your buddy, Paul. Oh, you're gonna... <laughs> you're gonna do his podcast? Oh, no. No, no, Paul. <laughs> Just plug us. Yeah. Just promote just, ourselves. Yeah, just scream Robin Slim. <laughs> oh, I will. That, you know me. 
And I'll make sure you guys, you guys have to call in that day, whenever I decide to do it. <laughs> does he still have <laughs> the, uh, does he still have the London number in case uh, the Queen calls? <laughs> I hope so. Because he did. I so hope so. He had an English phone number, like, for the show, as well as the U.S. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he's good, he's good. He's got a lot. He's so got a local in two countries. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Dave. We're gonna get going, brother. Thank you for calling. Not a problem. I see you guys soon. We'll chat. Uh, hopefully, somebody remembers eleven o'clock. We'll, we'll see. All right. Holdyer.com. <laughs> no, Slim's supposed to call you at eleven. Oh yeah, no, no, no. But what's your website, Dave? Theholdyer.com. Theholdyer.com. Yes. Awesome, dude. Thank you, brother. See you guys soon, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. That anytime, bro. Who we got? Who we got? Nope, I hung up on him. <laughs> Rob. Robin Slip Show. Robin Slip Show. Hey, guys. This is Ryan. What's going on, bro? Ryan, what's up, dude? Uh, not much. What are you guys up to? Trying to choke down a sandwich. Oh, we're doing a show, bro. Do you want to you wanna stay on with him? I was going to yeah, go yeah, out yeah. quick and yeah. have a smoke break, but we'll definitely... Right. Keep the Ryan on. Oh, what's going on, man? What you been up to lately? Not much, man. Just Phil Cosby calling. Working. <laughs> and then uh, we just got a new dog. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Trying to deal with him. But he's uh, he's in a biting stage at the moment. Like, he's been, like, tearing into my arms and my legs uh, pretty bad the last few weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's a yeah. German Shepherd. Where where'd you guys get that dog anyway? Like, oh, the new dog? Yeah, yeah. We got him um in Lancaster, uh, no. Pennsylvania. Was it like Yeah, Am- he was on an Amish farm. Nice. Uh, <laughs> they were breeding animals. He actually had papers and all, so he's like not like one of those like breeding farms or anything, but yeah, yeah. uh no he's He's a good dog. He's he's actually getting bigger, but uh, the only thing is, is he's not like the uh, our other dogs that we had. Like he's very uh, just he, he likes to bite, and you know he's not afraid to like snap back at you. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So he's so uh, very aggressive compared to your other dogs. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We're, we're actually probably looking into getting him some like more training because like we've tried to break him of it, but it's not really working. Yeah. So, we need to get him, like, canine training. Yeah. <clears throat> Whip him into shape, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I could tell he'll he'll be a good guard dog. You know, it's just the thing is, is just getting him to listen. That's the only thing. Is, like, if you don't do it ahead of time, then they'll never listen to you. Oh, yeah. How, how do you go about training a dog to listen anyway? I think... Uh... Lots of treats from what I've been reading, but, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They say, like, the one thing is establishing dominance, like, yeah, you got let it. your dog know you're the, the alpha male. But sometimes it's, like, I mean, it, it's hard to figure out a dog. It's, like, weird. There's, like, you try to use human psychology, but then again, like, it, you got to figure out a dog psychology, and all of them are different. Yeah, right. So you kind of yeah. got to determine his personality and then tailor the training to that. Yeah. Well, his personality, he's like, I think he's got ADHD. <laughs> we'll like, we'll throw his toys all over the ground and he'll go after one chase it 
then he'll bump into one with his tail, then he'll stop chasing the one that he just had and go after the other one. Like, I mean, he's all over the place. <laughs> yeah. And one time he was actually trying to chase his own tail. <laughs> oh, yeah, I fucking do that all the time. Yeah, and then he finally got it and he, like, bit down on it and then he started crying. <laughs> <laughs> like a retarded animal. <laughs> So you yeah. you've been working on any uh, new projects in the shed or? Oh no, man! Actually, like the shed's been closed for like the season because uh, it's the the weather temperature down here has just been up and down, and uh, like with the cold, um, like it's just it, it, I can't like work on anything out there. It's like a a, a freezer. Yeah, I remember. but yeah, lately the the weather seems like it's starting to. Uh, change a bit so i'll probably be out there like hopefully by next month uh, well, we're getting, getting back into like, some paintings or some uh, sculpture no no you're saying um the yeah, the shed is closed off because it's cold. yeah it was condemned it's no, condemned no, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's not condemned. It's condemned for the season. Oh, <laughs> just too cold. To, what was that like for the uh for like the paints and yeah, the uh paints the, the, yeah plastic like last year yeah i, I had a bunch of I had a bunch of stuff out in my shed, and uh, we had that really big, like, blizzard. Yeah, I remember you said it, it, it got ruined, right? Oh, yeah. I had about $300 worth of latex paint. I only used it once. It was all destroyed. Oh, um, man. Did you just get all, like, brittle or something? Like... No, no. It, um, uh, like, in latex, there's ammonia. So, oh. like, if it gets, like, too warm or too cold or if the temperatures, like, drop drastically or rise drastically, drastically it messes with the chemical imbalance and pretty much it just set up into a giant rubber block have you been doing like anything inside ryan like any any paintings um i was doing some paintings but like lately i just i don't know i've, I've lost like motivation for a bit yeah and, uh, i i uh i got into like a few video games i've been playing and i've just been like uh, working uh, late nights too with my job. So. What have you been, been, been playing, bro? I've been playing Battlefield One. Mm. I heard it's amazing. Oh, dude, the game is epic. Uh, Alan Clark uh, from the Potential Problems show, he said it, it's an epic game, man. It's really even the commercial. I remember uh, seeing the commercial for it. It was so cool. Yeah, I mean, there like if. Like, Pete can probably tell you, too, like, if you're, like, a big history buff, like I am and he is, like, if you actually dig into it, like, some of the aspects of the game are kind of wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, on the front on the front cover, they have, like, a character who's supposed to be part of the Harlem Hellfighters, and in the game, like, if you play as a scout or a rifleman, the guy is uh, African-American, and that's including on, like, the German side and all. Yeah, yeah. But... But in World War One, there was only, like, African-American troops with the French. And it was, like, oh, wow. maybe 125,000. There wasn't, like, any more than that. So, so it's really historically wrong. Yeah. But uh, everything's got to be everything's got to be involved nowadays, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess they did it just, you know, just to reach out to, like, everyone. It's not just fucking like yeah, like Auschwitz never happened. Yeah, like all that stuff. Like <laughs> it was a theme park. A theme park. Yeah. It was a happy camp. <laughs> it's racist if you say it happened. 
Lots of pizza parlors. <laughs> <laughs> they had access to all the best medical care. Hitlery cheese. That was a big. Uh, that was a big pizza yeah, franchise. Well, yeah, it was a certain type of dough that screamed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what's in our ovens, huh? That's the best kind of dough. We've got to start a band called the Screaming Pizzas. <laughs> oh, no. How many pizzas can fit in an oven, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, as man. many Jews. <laughs> How many pizzas does it take to uh to tar a roof, huh? <laughs> Twelve if you slice them thin enough. Are we ripping off a PewDiePie now? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, God. Why don't you ever hit a pizza on a bicycle? Because it might be yours, huh? <laughs> pizza could be anything. Yeah, this could. is like, yeah, it's next level. You don't even know. You don't even get our humor. Just rip, ribbing shit. <laughs> what do you call a pizza in uh, court, huh? I don't know. What Defendants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Slim doesn't get the pizza jokes. No. He's... No, I don't. I'm also the pizza jokes. <laughs> I should have said eggplant. Eggplant. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> what other games you playing, dude? Uh, there's this one on uh, Steam. I've been playing on my Mac, which is kind of shitty, but uh, the game's called Seven Days to Die. Okay. And I it's heard like of that. it's like Minecraft meets Skyrim meets uh, Left 4 Dead. Oh wow! Oh shit! So like it, it's like you start in the game like as like a guy in his underwear, and you're like in this like wasteland. So there's like a zombie apocalypse going on nice. and pretty much like starting off in the game, you've got to like level up your guy. It's like one of those, um, I'm going to say like RPG maybe or not role playing, but you got to like build your skill level up on the guy. You have to craft things cool. and, um, like all these things and you got to survive. Like you've got to find water. You got to find food. I want to um, check out, uh, the new Zelda. Oh yeah. It looks cool. Zelda. Uh, I mean, Zelda's okay. I, I was never really into it. Oh, see, I always loved them, and, and I yeah, heard people fan. saying this is better than Ocarina, which Ocarina of Time was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I played that game so oh. many times. Me too. Uh, my friend uh, Mike, just to get the game, like, you, it was, I don't think you could find it, like, to preserve it anywhere, but he found an old game, a GameStop he used to work in, in Virginia. That was the only place yeah, he was yeah, able yeah. to get it. He went to Virginia just to get the game. Wow. Oh, what did you think of the? Because uh, I, I saw that the new Alien, the the the, the trailer for the, the new Alien trailer? movie, yeah, movie the one last yeah. night they released, yeah, yeah, the Alien Covenant trailer that they. I, just... I like the look of the Alien, but it looks like it's like really CGI. So yeah, man, yeah, everything is now. That's right? the only thing that disappointed me a little bit. But then again, maybe like there might be more scenes when the movie comes out. So what is this? Uh, is this like another? Sequel to Prometheus? Yeah, but it's it's more going towards... It's, like a sequel, a, it's a sequel to Prometheus, but it's a prequel to Alien. Yeah. Yeah, yes. More going towards Alien, yeah. Because Prometheus was yeah. awesome, dude. I yeah, really I enjoyed liked that. It. I, thought it was, I thought it was underrated. Yeah. yeah, that's why a lot of people hated it, right? Yeah, or got I bad just, reviews I just or whatever. Think, I just think people didn't get it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's, that's yeah. what it was. The end of it was sick. Yeah, man. It was like, about the engineers. Like, yeah. The, and, they, like, how they, like mistakenly made human beings by uh, yeah. making one of their own, like, drink that was it, the like a DNA dude. splitter or whatever, that, yeah. like, juice. 
Sploosh. And he literally just like he, he ripped sploosh. apart on a cellular level, yeah. but then yeah. that's how the humans came to be. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, that was sick because they showed the that one guy. Um, the, he's the it's the he's the the short chunky guy from uh, Pineapple Express with the the dark. Yeah. The, they show him in the. Yeah, they show him in the uh, the spacecraft and the aliens just like like just smashing its head through the glass. <laughs> uh, I thought you were talking about Newman uh, from uh, from Seinfeld. Oh, he almost is like Newman. <laughs> like, oh, that big. would be funny if it was Newman, like from Jurassic Park. Hello, Newman. I was just gonna say the Jurassic Park scene in the porta potty. It's, it's him literally reenacting the same scene he was in Jurassic Park, except an alien. Yes, <laughs> that's what they should do. Any movie that's got a, a creature, he just reenacts that scene for Jerry. <laughs> Or it's uh, the one scene when the alien first bursts out of the guy's chest. It's Newman, but Newman actually finishes the whole plate of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs the spaghetti. So. <laughs> Newman. I have a little bit of <laughs> Dude, the one where he keeps on like hallucinating that like Kramer's of the turkey. Oh. Like, Kramer rubs himself down with butter that and was... sunbathes. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many good episodes. So many good episodes of that show. It was the best. Oh, man. And nothing, yeah. Nothing ever worked out okay at the end. Of <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They, even the end of the show, they all, they, they all ended up in jail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got screwed. Oh. <laughs> like every yeah, I think all the actors actually had a sign, so the only one who did good was. Jerry. Yeah. yeah. His name on it. But. George tried a, a sitcom called George where he was still the same shit. He, didn't he? Or was that? No, you're thinking oh. of that, that guy from Friends. The, the he, he did Joey. There was yeah. another one. Oh, that stupid asshole no, from uh, Raymond did the Robert show. Yeah, and then Kramer tried to do like the George Mike because his real name, George Michaels. Yeah, but then he dropped the N-bomb. Yeah, yeah. That ruined his fucking career. George had really, another show that was really he crappy. He bomb way after that show had got canceled. Canceled. And then uh, he was doing stand up. That, yeah, and that's doing stand up. Because someone was heckling the shit out. Yes, him. yep. <laughs> And that's yeah. he just just he just lost his fucking mind. Um, and uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus did a, a shitty sitcom too. I forget what that was called. Oh, Christine yeah. Yeah, or something. You know she, I would say, out of all of them, like she would probably be second. Yeah, she's like the second one that did okay. She she did uh. She did that deep- that Veep or whatever, and actually got like some Emmys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did all those she stupid was filming that in commercials. Baltimore was she for a while there? Yeah, she's actually from Maryland. Yeah, yeah. And then what is it? Um, what's his name? Uh, the the guy. That- Putty. He does the voice on The Simpsons, uh, the yeah. uh, Family Guy. Yeah. He does the Joe the Cop. Yeah, and he did a couple other things too. Yeah, Patrick Warburton. He does. Um, he also uh, does Venture Brothers. He did the Venture Brothers. Yeah, he did Brock. the uh, the Take. Yup. The, the Brock he's Brock Samson. He's awesome. He does a lot and of good shit. Teddy was the narrator, which is great. Oh, was yeah. he? That's cool. I didn't know that one. But yeah, he does a lot of cool shit. I keep on telling Slim he needs to watch Venture Brothers. Oh, like, I just saw one the other night. That was so good. Oh, it was. I think I'd seen it before. It's when, uh, whenever the monarch was not allowed to go after uh, <laughs> Doctor Venture anymore, he had to. They, the guild tells him, you know, who you're going to attack, and he got stuck with this like walrus guy. Yeah. <laughs> he just like lost his mind and killed him. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> and that stupid. Who is the now, stupid? Have you guys like, watched uh, any um, 
uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, oh man, as Rick much as possible. I can't wait for the new one. Yeah, man, I heard they're having like yeah. like fights and shit. Yeah, yeah, but the one guy came out and said that he he misworded it. He said they're not fighting, they're not arguing. Yeah, just, you, you gotta know. say that for the yeah, yeah. the cameras. You know what I really would have loved to see them do was what originally got the creator of Rick and Morty started, which is House of Cosby's. <laughs> Have you seen the House of Cosby? I've not seen that. I saw the original oh, yeah, uh, Doc and Marty. The original Doc and Marty on YouTube. He, uh, he did that around the same time, I think. Did he? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it just as a joke. And then um, I remember, like, after it, like, it kind of blew up on the internet a bit, Bill Cosby's, like, lawyers sent him a cease and desist I heard. Order. I did hear but, that. Yeah, yeah. But by the time it got to him, it already went viral. Like, there was no <laughs> stopping it. It was everywhere. Did you see the clips I, I posted the other day that Adult Swim put out? And it's uh, all Rick and Morty clips doing that song, uh, Rick Astley. Oh, Never Gonna Let You yeah, Down. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They, they, they like <laughs> synced it all together into uh, into that song. It was great. <laughs> this is uh, Ryan. I just brought up the, the House of Cosby's uh, nice. one. We're going to play that because it's oh, like there five was a minutes. Couple so. of them. Yeah, there there was a few episodes they did, but they they're so like they just go so beyond like the main idea. It's just insane. Nice, yeah, we're gonna watch that right now. <laughs> we got, I gotta see this. I'd like to explore, and I'll get into stuff. Maybe I can look around, you know. Rudy. <laughs> they're just cloning Cosby's. <laughs> they just you get more. Each Cosby is getting worse. Than the last, you see. Jesus, you're right, Cosby One. I like to explore the house, you know. I will go around the house. I'm Curiosity Cosby, you see. Dear God, this has to stop now. He was a Cosby fan at heart, it's clear. He searched and found a Cosby hair. He spent ten long years and built a cloning machine. And now he's accomplished his wonderful dream to make a house of Cosby. <laughs> it's the house of Cosby. Wow, that's amazing. This is great. All right, it's done. I locked the basement. No more Cosbys. Well, Theo, sometimes you just have to try your best. So. I feel terrible. This this all started because I wanted a Cosby of my own to entertain me and tell me Cosby jokes all the time. But that wasn't enough, was it, Rudy? No, I wanted more. I couldn't be happy with just one Cosby. I had to have two. And when I realized that Cosby 2 really wanted to help me pick up around the house, I figured maybe the next Cosby's might have some sort of specialty as well. Like, you know, doing the dishes or massage. I don't know. I should have known to stop at Cosby 7 when all he did was stand there and do nothing. It's okay, Theo. I think you learned your lesson. I am your father. I'm always here to protect you, you see. Mm, this makes me curious, you see. Theo, exploration, Rudy. Please, Cosby's six, you're wiping me out. Uh, Cosby's one and five have to use the bathroom, too. Been in there all day, okay? You're pissing me off. Theo, I have to go poop in the toilet and the thing is rudy i have to go pee pee you see please cosby six you see theo 
You have to learn to let a man take a bath. I'm Cosby number six. Bathtub Cosby. You see, I'm going to pee and poop in my pants. You see, if I can't get to that For the cause. Toilet, you see, I'm dancing Cosby. <sighs> what the fuck am I going to do? Ooh, Theo, you see, you gotta hurry. Cosby number eight broke into the basement, you see. Oh, God. Paddle <laughs> tail, Cosby. I knew you'd be useful at some point. Paddle <laughs> tail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. Stop it. They got to have Cosby. I'm Cosby. I'm making Cosby. I'm playing with fire, you see. And this once and for all. Stop, Mitchell. I can't allow you to destroy this cloning machine. <laughs> I am Cosby number 10. Data analysis, Cosby. <laughs> so every 10th Cosby I clone has special powers? Nice! Yes, powers beyond your wildest dreams. And each Super Cosby is more special than the last. <laughs> Working together, enough Super Cosbys can end world hunger, create peace on Earth, solve crimes and more. But we need your help, Mitchell. But what about the other Cosby clones? The ones in between the Super Cosbys? What do I do with them? Everything has its place, Mitchell. Everything has its place. <laughs> Next time on the House of Cosby. <laughs> it's done, Mitchell. I just secured the property in Utah for the Cosby compound. We'll have Carpentry Cosby build additional barracks. And weapons Cosby will manufacture weapons for our protection. I like country weapons music Cosby. Cosby will play us some country. country and rock down Cosby. hillbilly style. Excellent Cosby 10. Tomorrow we ride! So Bill Cosby didn't like that? No, I I already found out about it. He sent a cease and desist, but you know, and it already had went viral. It was like <laughs> it was too late. Like you can't. Mid early two thousands when that came out. Wow, I didn't know, man. I would have been, I would have been checking that out. <laughs> yeah, that's great. They had well, another thing. I, I forgot the site. I think it was Raven Steak. I don't know if you remember that site, but these, this guy also did. Uh, I don't think he was with Morton or. Uh, 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 Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Um, but he did this thing where he had a bunch of like GI Joe toys, and like he had toys from like Lord of the Rings and all. <laughs> and he was making them move like he was doing like um, oh like stop motion. motion capture or stop motion capture. And uh, he had like voice dialogue, and they had like one where it was like Gandalf and um, Captain Planet, like going back and forth. And it went back and forth for like an hour. He would he, be like Gandalf going, who are you? And, he, and then Captain Planet would go, Captain Planet. And then he was like, oh, Captain Planet. And it just went back and forth. I don't remember that. I was thinking of something else. Yeah, there was, well, they there... had a bunch of them. They had one with, like, Skeletor, like, riding a giant, like, double-sided dildo. <laughs> 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 and, like, the, like, you could see the guy was, like, shaking it in the back, so it was, like, a, like, a snake or something flying in the air. I like the guy that, that uh, what was it? What did he do with the, was it the Xbox or the PS, where he was just slapping it with, like, bologna and shit? Oh, yeah. And, like, peeing oh, on it. Um, <laughs> 
was like, how well, there was that other guy that would like he'd wait for the new systems to come out. He'd get in line like super early, camp oh, out. Hell too basic. Yeah, and then he'd like buy. Oh yeah, the dude with the, that, the food. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what yeah. were you saying about that also other guy? No, watch how he makes a rainbow cake. Oh god, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst. That's a good one. <laughs> so, I actually showed that to Grandpa. <laughs> me, and used to, me and Ben used to show that to like Grandpa, yeah. and he started cracking up laughing, and we showed him like thirty of those videos. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Dude, how do you make, how do you make a birthday cake? I was like, well, here you go. Dude, the me my uh the naked man and Skittle. <laughs> 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 Dude, when he sticks shit in the toilet, he's got his hand in, like, the... To- oh, man, I can't <laughs> So, guys, I was thinking we should wrap this segment up with, like, a giant uh, prank call. We could prank call Dave's show, and we could do it as three different characters. We can have Ron Burlington, Frankie Toothsteaks... Or I could be Heavy and, Pubes. Or you heavy could be pubes. Heavy Pubes. We could do Heavy Pubes, Frankie Toothsteaks, and one of Ryan's characters. But I gotta call they- in. All right, and uh, I think they have... Who do they have on Tiffany? Some pop star? Oh, yeah, Tiffany. Her song was I Think I'm Alone Now. We should start. <laughs> I think I'm alone now. That's all I remember was a horrible song called I Think We're Alone Now. Yeah, she's the from the 80s. Yeah. Who was, who was calling that? Was it Joni or is it, is it Phil Cosby or is it... Uh, who do you want to use, Ryan? Or Chief or the Asian Maybe I guy. should call in as Joni. Joni, he wants to do Joni. Yeah. So Joni, so how are we gonna? What's the plan here? So who who's going to uh, initially start talking? Do we know? Because I'm just gonna sit out and let you guys run with it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. I gotta find our. Pete, I think I think Pete should do like are a redneck. Yeah. Call in like he just like like he's got Tiffany posters that he bought. Hey, no, 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 before you call, do some research so you know like what her hits are. Right. And be like, oh, I love when you did that one hit. Like find like the most like gayest one that has like nothing to do with. Well, let me let me let me go look at their show right now and see if Tiffany is even there. Oh, it don't matter. Oh, here they're on right now. Yeah, they're around that's the table. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Is she's there? Yeah, she's there. Yeah. Okay, I she's think in there. So. She in there live? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I think so. I'm calling you. All right, all right, I'm answering you right now. Yeah, I think it looks like she's in there in person. All right. Um, what happened? Did I get another? Okay. All right. So you guys ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna make the call in a second here. Uh, let me bring up Pete. You ready? Pete, I guess you're gonna start it out. It's heavy pubes. I'm trying to <laughs> wait. Wait. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to get like. Some uh, intel on this. All right, he's doing some Tiffany intel. Hurry up, we don't have much time. Tiffany Singer, I guess. Yeah. See, I'm just some crack or okay, like somewhat. Rob, I, Rob, her, I can't uh, hear you. You're not coming in. I think we're alone now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Rob, call back, because I I don't hear you. I'm gonna hang up. Ryan, you're still there, right? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, All yeah, right. I, I got a couple names of the songs. All right, and, and I even see some videos. Yeah, I couldn't hear you. Uh, let me see. Is that you calling right now? Yeah. How come it's not saying add answer this call? We'll put. I don't know. Just. I think we're alone. Yes. Can you play it on your phone? Did you find it? 
Can you call out though? Can you uh, call Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call the show, right? Yeah. Let me. When you guys are ready, I'll, I'll make yeah, a call. Just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got it. You're gonna play on your phone. <laughs> oh. All right. Is it mad? Yeah. All right, everybody. Just pause it and then. I'll be, I gotta see you right. All right, everybody, ready? Here we go. I'm making the call right now. Wait, we, we should do Frankie first. I think. No, no, no. We'll, we'll call with you two and then. Uh... You ready? Here we yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Answer me. I ain't got all night. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Anybody? Is, uh, is it still ringing? Yeah, it looks like it's just connecting to them or something. <coughs> uh, call failed. Hey, Ryan, I'm going to hang up on you. You call back. I'm going to see if that works. All right. Okay. All right, brother. All right, uh, All right let's try this. Transformers. Your call will not be completed because the party you are trying to reach is not accepting calls from callers who do not allow delivery of their caller ID information. Call on your cell phone. Please call that you. number on. What's that number? We'll all call them on our cell phones. Tell Ryan. Well, I can make it because uh, I guess our number is unknown. Uh, oh, I know. I can't change it. You're right. They won't accept. We got to do this. We got all two right. minutes. That's it? Yeah, that's the number right there. Well, then, I, I don't know. You call? Yeah, hold up. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, where's our... That's Ryan. It's never gonna... We're never... It was 54. Yeah, no, we're gonna give up, Ryan, because uh, I realized we can't call them because our number comes up as unknown. What? We can't do we it. We can't call them because our number comes up as uh, unknown. But if you want to make an appearance, I'll give you their number and you can call them. Uh, see, I don't know what to say. I was just gonna kind of go ad lib yeah. off like whatever you guys do. Yeah. All right. Well, so, we gotta uh, we gotta let you gotta let you go anyway, Ryan. Uh, what where can everybody for... find you? Oh uh, well, you can find me on Facebook at uh, Ryan Fisher, and then you can find me on Instagram at uh, Fishhead underscore FX. Nice. And um, hopefully, I'll have some new paintings uh, coming up soon. I've got a. I do have one I need to finish. It's a. Big Nosferatu uh, painting. Nice. That's gonna look cool when that's done. Sweet, dude. Yeah, it's it's actually like standing over my bed, so I have <laughs> to stare at it every night and try and like figure out how to make it creepier. Sweet, dude. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Yeah. All right, guys, take care. Later, bro. Right, you too. Right, one, Thanks for calling. Uh, All right, guys, we're going on break. We'll be back. Hey, Slambo. Yeah. yeah! 
Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager, and go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Yeah, uh, Gern, Guernica Editions, G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D-E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com or Amazon.com. That's a lot easier to find than Guernicas. And order the Voyager, and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby, I'm ordering that right now, yeah! Fuck yeah. Hello? Robinson Show. Yo. What's up, B. What Dolan? Up? Yes, man. How you doing, dude? I'm chilling. How are you? Good, good. You are a rapper and a freedom fighter from Providence, Rhode Island? That's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> are you still in Providence? Yeah, I'm. At, uh, well, I'm in Cranston, Rhode Island right now, which is where uh, my studio is. I just got here for the evening, for the oh. night session. Cool. What and, do you got uh, planned? Yeah, it's 9 o'clock. What do you, what do you say? Mm. Oh, I didn't know if you had something else planned for after this, like recording. Yeah, or... not, yeah I mean, uh, not recording. We're in here actually bouncing some stuff. Um, I've been working since August on an album with uh, Sage Francis. Uh, we have a, we're we going to make an album together, at least an album, if not more. We have like 30 songs going on right now in various stages. But uh, it's for a project called Epic Beard Men. And uh, we're going to be, I mean, we yeah, since August, I've been pretty much in the studio night after night, uh, recording instruments, beats, uh, vocals, all that stuff. Got a lot of, a lot of new stuff coming down the pipe. That's what I was going to ask. Who makes your beats? Do you, do you do them yourself? Uh, I make some, and then we work with a whole bunch of different producers from all over the place. And sometimes people just send us beats that are great and we, you know, keep them for years. Um, we have like a, a few cats that we go back to like alias and reanimator, uh, that we've worked with through the years. And yeah, I've, I produced uh, a whole bunch on this album as well. Cause we were listening so, earlier yeah. to a couple tracks, me and, uh, Pete here, we were listening before the show and it's something that got a really cool, like jazz sound to them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's a really, really cool beats you got. Yeah, thank you, man. No problem. The raps, the raps, cool too. It kind of reminded me of uh, well, Pete said, um, who did you say? What is it? KRS one. KRS one. A little it kind of reminds me a little kinda like Zach De La Roca too, or yeah. something. Like it's cool, man. It's smart. It's it's, it's cool stuff. That's what's up, man. Thank you. No those problem. are those are good names to be mentioned next to. <laughs> How long have you been doing it for? It. Man, I've been rhyming since I was like twelve. Uh, I've been performing since like ninety nine. Uh, I've been on the road. Last time I had a day job was 2005, and I've been touring since then. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, we've That's been out cool. here for a minute. Nice, Doing dude. this this independent hip-hop thing. That's cool, All man. around the world. That's cool, and you did it all on your own. Uh, yeah, well, with this dude, this dude, Sage Francis, who yeah. runs my record label, which is Strange Famous. He he really put me onto the game. There's there's a whole... And, and, and before him, there were cats like Atmosphere and Aesop Rock and LP, who's now with Run the Jewels. Um, you know, there, there's a, there's a circuit here and a path and a genre that I kind of weirdly stumbled into <laughs> and, uh, and people started to like the music I was making. I never thought I'd be able to make and, and say exactly what I wanted to say and not be beholden to anybody and be able to sell records and live yeah, off that. Yeah, because we have so a when friend. I kinda came, 
we have a friend. Uh, his, we have a friend. His name is Sauce, aka Matisse, and that's how he feels about himself. Like he is just. He said, you know, he's not mainstream, and he just raps about whatever he wants, and that's the way he feels. Like he'll never be able to get anywhere with it. Yeah, I mean, and I was cool with that. I was like, you know, you know, I'm not making pop music, so I should. I'm not expecting pop results, you know. Yeah. And, but I was just like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make my shit. Can I, can I curse? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna make my shit for myself, you know, and 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 yeah, it was when Sage Francis heard it, he was the dude that kind of introduced me to the scene and was like, "Nah, you you know, there's an audience for this. There's people that want to hear stuff like this." Um, and through that is is how you know I've been lucky enough to and, and you know worked hard enough to live off this. Nice, that's cool, man. Who are some of your biggest influence influences rapping? Well, the the rapper that made me want to rap was Scarface. Uh, when, I, when I was a kid, I heard that and just heard like heard like the stories and and you know as a young person, um, I mean I didn't grow up in the city. I'm a white dude. I grew up in like a a mill town in New England um, on the outskirts of Providence or what was left of a mill town after the mills were closed. Um, and so I grew up in like a working class setting, and you know we had we had money trouble. We had you know family trouble. We had a lot of pressure on us and I felt that pressure as a kid. And when I heard rap music, it was the first time I heard like the rage I felt expressed. And, and, and weirdly enough, you know, obviously it's not the same situation to be white working class, New England versus, you know, uh, the rappers I was listening to, which was like Wu-Tang and Nas and Biggie. And, um, but there was something there and there was a, there was a, a realness, (laughs) you know, like they were really speaking, and they were talking about things that that mattered um in in a real way i mm. guess and that's that's what pulled me in and yeah and everybody i was a student of rap ever you know i feel like hip hop raised me after that um, <laughs> you know i feel like it died though like mainstream like it's just it's not what it used to be man i'm i feel like there's a lot of incredible mainstream rap right i, I mean i say mainstream i consider kendrick lamar mainstream like i do he's on tracks with beyonce and kanye you know yeah i, I like him dude, but i feel like i don't know like i just feel like he's the best of the worst i don't know i feel like he just misses it for me like he's got some great yeah, stuff well i but... mean yeah i mean it's a big tree at this point man it's it's like at a certain point it's like you know who who is the better jazz musician louis armstrong or miles davis like to compare them is like you're comparing yeah. very different but you know technically that's all jazz and hip-hop is so vast at this point that I, i'm just about like judging people on the basis of what they set out to do so i don't expect kanye west to rap like chuck d and i don't expect chuck d to rap like farrell Monch. and i you know like uh, you know, hip hop is big and hip hop is doing a lot of different things for a lot of different people in a lot of different places. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy to see the culture advancing. I'm feeling pretty good about hip hop. Yeah, I know. Cool. I know other people have different opinions. Yeah. I'm still inspired. <laughs> cool, man. That's cool. But, um, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen performing? Craziest thing I've ever seen performing? I'm, I'm like on stage either or like on stage or in a in, crowd like maybe a fight or something something like that <laughs> man uh well this, i don't know that this is the craziest but like last time we played vancouver i had this mask on that i would come out in and then i would like take it off and reveal and then start rapping and this girl in the front row rushed the stage and immediately tried to steal my mask and like jump back into the crowd and someone stopped her and i need i needed to mask 
so I was trying to like, and I'm still rapping the song. I'm trying not to break that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to like con- direct her movements. And she was so tiny and kind of like fast that the only thing I could do, my hand ended up like very near her neck to stabilize her. <laughs> and then I like immediate, I, I like saw my hand do that and was like, oh God, no, you can't like, that's a h- horrible visual. Yeah. You look like your hand is around her neck in front of like the, a packed crowd of their cool. Like, so I had to, like, wrestle a mask away without, wow. like, being non... It was like Tai Chi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. that came immediately to mind. But, yeah, wow. it, it, um, it gets interesting out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I figured it, it yeah. did on the road. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Vancouver? <laughs> Where do you uh, perform mostly? Um... All over, man. I, you know, um, we tend to split my year about half between uh, being on the road. Um, most, I'd say, mostly in the U.S., Canada, and Europe, um, and the other half of the time, just staying at home and working in the lab. That's why right now I'm I'm in a period where I haven't really toured since last October, and uh, I'm going out in April to tour the whole U.S. Um, but for for the time being, I'm I'm here in the studio. Nice. What's one of your favorite places to perform? I I got favorite places everywhere. Where are you guys located? Or Jersey? You're in Jersey? Yeah. Um, Stat Stanford. Stanford is that a place? Yeah. Stafford. There's Stafford and there's Stanford. I was gonna say I think there is a Stanford. Yeah. There's both. Yeah. There's like a there's like a legendary um, blues joint there where we perform sometimes. I think in one of those. But yeah, uh, Jer- Jersey. Jersey is a good place to perform. I'm gonna say Jersey. Thank you, thank you. That's cool, yeah. man. Yeah. And do you, do you perform with uh, other other uh, like rappers, or do you just is it just like the show is just you? This uh, like it, it's a different setup every time, depending on what other artists are on the tour. Uh, this time in April, I'm going out. Uh, we're starting on the West Coast in like uh, Seattle and Portland. Um, I'm touring with DJ Abilities um, from the Rhyme Sayers label, formerly of Idea and Abilities, uh, like legendary um, indie rap act. Uh, so DJ Abilities will be on that tour along with uh, Cast One versus Figure, which is a new act that's an MC DJ combo. And then we're bringing this dude, uh, Dope Knife, who's also recently signed to Strange Famous, our label. So that that situation will be like two DJs and three MCs doing like a collaborative set throughout the night. Um, I've done other tours with live bands. I did. There was one tour where we had like 27 people on the road. We had a 19 piece marching band. We had like drag queens, burlesque acts. Wow. Uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I actually like try and bring a different tour package every time, um, or at least like change it up year to year and album to album so people get a different show and a new that's reason to come cool. back kind of that's awesome yeah, yeah. And it's cool to see something like that it's just something different like you're not gonna see anywhere else yeah yeah i'm excited about this one it's we're pretty much all of april to may we start on the west coast and come east um so we're kind of going everywhere in the u.s the the dates are up at bdolan.net um and we're still adding a few um but yeah yeah, man. How do you come up with the idea? Like, how do you like? Do you guys just sit there and brainstorm like what you're gonna add into the the live show? Or 
It occasion. I mean, in this case, it's it's a question of it. Like that's three different, three or four different acts that all have new projects out at the same time. So it makes sense. Like let's tour together, and while we're touring together, let's let's build some stuff together and rehearse some things and make it so it's not just you know the typical concert where you know it's like uh, opener, opener, headliner. You know, mm. um, every everybody's good enough on this particular tour where it's like, well, we could do opener, opener, headliner, then the opener could come back, and then the headliner and the opener could, you know. Uh, so we're doing some stuff like that. And other tours, it's uh, I work with um, this dude DS3K who's here who engineers my albums. Um, and on the last record, Kill the Wolf, we wanted to bring a live band, um, so we like really engineered that set here. Um, and and then found the players. Uh, it was a real crazy set that involved triggered samples plus live instruments, um, really elaborate stuff that we spent months working on wow. before we brought it out on the road. That's cool. What um, how many albums do you have out? I've got three official albums, three mixtapes, and a live album. If I'm, yeah, I think, and then then little guest appearances and limited edition stuff has come out through the years but yeah i think i think three three official and three unofficial and live joint do you make more off of touring or off of the off the album sales touring really like uh, uh, you know i mean weirdly my career you know I, my first album came out in 2008 and so my career has weirdly um just timing wise like coincided with total chaos and flux in the music industry so you know my first 12 inch single was like came out right around the time the 12 inch singles were disappearing yeah, i was gonna say there are things yeah, that are yeah. gone right now right yeah that's yeah wow. yeah so so I, i've kind of weirdly like straddled like about eight eight or more years of like all right now it's cds but right right now yeah. crazily vinyl like yeah vinyl is as fast as i can stock it wow i was gonna uh, say too do you sell do you still sell cds on the road because like i know a lot of guys don't but i've heard some guys say you know why wouldn't you yeah cds are cd this this past year i feel like is the first year i really saw cds like taking a nosedive yeah but vinyl like started which is cool because i like vinyl and i collect vinyl um i gotta the fact that we gotta carry this vinyl now all around the world (laughs) (laughs) but uh those are good problems to have like just literally trying to figure out how to how we can transport this heavy ass vinyl and and not show up in your city and have you be like no vinyl bro what's the deal bro i've been waiting for this i wanted my vinyl (laughs) yeah where's the love <laughs> like I had to smuggle this shit through customs, man, in in a roller bag. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Man. What um, B Dolan? I wanted to ask you um, your no more dot org. Did that get? Did mm-hmm. you get the funding for that? Because I saw you were. Uh, well, first of all, I, I just want to say it was. You said it was the largest corporate crime database on the internet, correct? Yeah, and yep. it, we uh, we created we created that in 2005. How did you get into that? Yeah. Doing the rap thing, like, is that something else you all, well, also that, had interest in? Yeah, I mean, I was living in New York on September 11th, and at the time, I was I was politically active. Like, I had been going to protests in the city. Um, the first protest I ever went to, I was like 18 or 19, and it was the the uh, to protest the Amadou Diallo sh- uh, shooting. Yeah, uh, where they shot the NYPD shot an unarmed guy 41 times. 
Um, so I have been protesting, and obviously I've been listening to political rap and Public Enemy and all, all these like MCs had had really caused me to go educate myself, and I had like read a lot, and I was politically aware. Um, and I remember the election of Bush. I remember the 9/11 happening, and us kind of going crazy and just being like, "Wow, the whole world is at war, and this yeah. is happening right now. We are at ground zero. And that that day really, um, I think that day like radicalized me in terms of my activism, in terms of like me saying it was not is not going to be enough for me to just contribute songs to the movement. I need to actually make sure I'm doing real work that that is benefiting people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not it's not enough to just gamble on your art because <laughs> if Chuck D can't write the song that starts the revolution or John Lennon or Bob Dylan can't write that song, you know, what are the chances you're going to write that song? Mm. Um, so so I was working for the Democratic campaign to elect John Kerry in, uh, in 2004. And because it was, you know, it was the emergency of like anybody but Bush. We've got to get Bush out. <laughs> and, it, and it was this same shit, man. It was yeah. the same you know, like, oh, well, that's just who we were. It's all like the same argument yeah. that we're still having. And um, yeah. and in the aftermath of that and thinking about it and, you know, the reality of four years of George Bush, we realized, like, well, we're still we're still voting in other ways every day. We're still voting with the purchases that we make. We're telling all these we're telling companies that whatever you did to get this product to this price, I approve. And here's like my dollar of, you know, here's my vote. Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking about that and, and realizing that there was no website to make that information easily available to people, to make it immediately clear what, uh, say, your Poland spring water bottle, where that came from. That came from Nestle. And who is Nestle? Well, Nestle is this record around the world of human rights abuses and uh, the, the sale of um, breast milk formula in the third world where they were uh, doctors, you know, pushing doctors to give breast milk formula to women so that their breasts would stop producing milk and, and they'd need to keep buying Nestle. And then they'd wow. go back to their villages and they'd water it down with dirty water um, and try oh, and stretch it. Man. Wow. Um, and so, you know, Nestle is attached and was boycotted for years um, over this malnutrition um, in parts of Africa and the developing world. Wow. Um, and so, you know, like th- things like that, or Nestle is attached to mining people's private water supplies and bottling I, yeah. that water and reselling it. I've heard that. Yeah. I have heard that one, man. That's crazy. Yeah. When there's plenty of springs um, in this country that yeah. they could just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you got to wonder if there's some kind of, like, sinister, like, <laughs> plot behind it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, water water privatization is a, is a major trend. And, yeah, we've been talking about it since 2005. And, that, you know, all these things have kind of – we've talked about them and watched them come home to roost, kind of. We, we talked about predatory banking three years before the 2008 financial crisis. We talked about corporate money and politics – uh, what, 10 years before the Bernie Sanders campaign and Citizens United and all that stuff. Um, and, and yeah, water privatization before Flint, Michigan, and before the Dakota Access Pipeline and, you know, all these conversations we're having now, mm. they do come back to corporations. Um, and we have, these, we have these conversations in a lot of different places. You know, we talk about the uh, private uh, military industrial complex. We talk about the private prison, school-to-prison pipeline. Um, yeah. all that stuff goes back to a company. Like there's a company at the end of every one of those 
bread trails, <laughs> you know. Wow. Um, and so nomore.org was about connecting those things and, and making those things clear so that we can see who our enemies are. And, and did you did you uh, make the funding to keep it to keep it going? We're we're still short of the funding. The funding was based on um, overhaul of the website, getting it to to mobile platforms, and employing one person for a year. And we we estimated that number to be about a hundred thousand dollars is what we need. Um, we've raised close to twenty thousand, I think. Um, but we said, you know, it, it looks like short of some financial miracle, we're not going to hit that hundred thousand dollar number. So mm. now I'm sort of, what has happened is we've gotten a ton of, uh, offers of tech help, um, and people that are willing to volunteer their time and some of whom seem really qualified. Um, and so I think the next step is going to be for us to kind of have some kind of meeting with them and see what we can do see if you can make it to happen. preserve the site. I love the yeah. uh, the video you have where you talk about that guy Dove, was it Cherny? Yeah. Cherny that Dove called Charney, you an information yeah. terrorist because you exposed what that he was like sexually harassing his his, his yeah. female workers and all. And dude, he, he was and then he an information terrorist. And then he called an the, information terrorist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, what did we do earlier? We talked about Uber, the Uber, guy that yeah. ran Uber. Like they yeah. accused him of all these things, and then he just resigned. Nothing says you're guilty, like just after the accusations, just resigning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure on company, and, and especially to all the people who are, you know, on the left or and are, are feeling like this, like incredible powerlessness mm. um, as as we watch Donald Trump like just fill the cabinet with. Uh, billionaires um, who who obviously like we know are not going to be responsive to us they're, they're not um, yeah they have nothing in common with us <laughs> they yeah, just have nothing yeah. similar uh, whole system is yeah just, and yet you see, stuff like, <laughs> you see you see examples like uber where the you know the we as a people decided that that company was behaving badly and produced real results incredibly quickly Mm. Um, and so, you know, and that's the thing, you know, corporations in the Trump administration seem to have just bypassed. They used to write the lobbyists used to write the bill and give it to a senator. Now it's now the lobbyist has just walked into the White House and sat down and started making phone call like they're running, you know, the, the, the asylum. Um, mm. And so we have to think about different ways that we can we can get our control back and um, boycotts and divestment. And all of those things are tools that activists are using uh, and are going to be using and are still successful and are still working and producing results. Um, so even if it's not no more.org, we're going to, you know, return people's money. If we don't hit our funding goals and kind of send out some bulletins and some organizations and resources that we think people should check out. Cause there's a lot people can do on a local level to resist corporate power too. Cool. Um, yeah, man. B. Dolan, that's, would you be able no to? More dot org. Oh, that's awesome! Dude. Would you be able to rap for us before we uh, have to wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let me think. <laughs> uh, box cutter, jackknife, either or C four. Leak through the crack in the reinforced steel door. Feel your money clip clutch your purse. Sense of security, what's that worth? My brother got a gun safe. That's a safety bought to keep his gun safe. She keep a can of mace till she make it to home base. Cause walking in the city at night could feel strange. So she's ready for whatever. Wrestles the persistence of a childhood terror. She's not a racist, but the presence of a member of a certain ethnic group produces slight tremor. <laughs> it's quite clever how the crime's done. Feeling better and protected when you sign up. 
But when the time comes, the insurance you purchase never covers what you die of safety. Yeah. Ooh, that was cool, man. That was really cool. Damn Thank right you. about those insurance companies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I like about you. Like you mentioned earlier about, you know, you listen to uh, rappers that were educated and they for, they want you wanted to educate after that. That's what I think has gone away in the mainstream nowadays. Like that's just it just seems to be gone. People don't want to know. They just want to act or they just want to say, you know. People don't want to know or you know, think for themselves. For real, yeah. I mean, people people are consumers deep in their souls and in their spirits, and I yeah. think that, that that's something that like we gotta we gotta figure out. I and that's why I still love the live shows and and being in venues with our fans because even if even if the music isn't political expressly, like we're all in this room together, like we're not at home on the internet, mm. um, and you know, like the physicality <laughs> of getting together with yes. people. And exchanging ideas and all that. That's what um, it's about. Like I still, I still, yeah, I still go to live music shows for that too. Yeah. And the same as protests. You know, it's, it's church without uh, the bullshit. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much for talking to us, dude. You're awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. And but, where can everybody find you? Uh, strangefamous.com is the label that has has all my back catalog. Bdolan.net. We just redesigned that, and that has all the tour dates on it and all the information that you'd need or want. Um, so, yeah, and I'm on social media as B. Dolan, SFR, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Awesome, yeah, man. Dude. Thank you, brother. All right, brother. Have a yes. good one. Talk good soon. One, all right, man. Peace. Later. Cool. cool. We will be back with Titty City. Awesome. Are yeah. you ready for Titty City? <laughs> 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 they are cool. I did listen to their uh, the, the Tombstone. Oh, you did check that song yeah, out. Yeah. The mom is uh, and like, uh, I love when she just screams, "Eat a fucking salad or something." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to the Robin Slim Show. All right. All right. Give me a second here. I gotta pause this. Switch this. <sighs> to this. And Skype. Colin. Are we doing video or are we doing just... Um, I guess. Try the hey, that would be cool. It's going to be a, a bunch of them. Oh, it might not work because I, I don't think with our webcam. Oh. We'll see. Colin. Hello, can you hear us? Yes, yes how are you guys? What's up? All four of us are here. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Colin, Arianda, Ryan, and Danny, right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and you guys are Titty City. Titty motherfucking city. <laughs> How did you guys pick the name? Um, I picked the name because uh, I was in. I used to do carpooling to this one gig I had teaching guitar with a friend who was into like serious bands that play serious music and like know how to play their instruments and actually have gigs and stuff like that. And he was like, I want to name my band Titty City, but the rest of the band won't uh, let me. And I said, oh, I'm going to find three people dumb enough to let me do that. <laughs> the rest was not history because no one cared. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Yeah, like a year and a half, year, year and a half. Something like that. When did we first get together? It started with like... Something like that. I posted a Craigslist yeah, ad. A year and a half. Ari and Danny responded, God, has it been a year and a half? Jesus Christ. I feel like that could end badly. We need to figure out one song. We haven't gotten any of them yet. We've been together for a year and a half. I'd be afraid to answer Craigslist ad. 
<laughs> some of well, those. I also put, uh, keep in mind, I probably won't murder you. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's... Did, did you actually put in the Craigslist ad the name of the band that you're putting a band together <laughs> called Titty City? Yeah, I did. He did. He I said, did. I want to name it Titty City. <laughs> Titty City. That's amazing. <laughs> that would be the selling point, I guess. And it, it got people. That's good. That's a good yeah. thing. How many songs do you guys have? How many do we have now? Uh, like 15, 13. So we, 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 we made... Um, well, how many do we actually play? Yeah, how many, we, yeah. We, we have a couple. <laughs> we used to have one called <laughs> It's Cool to be White. <laughs> I want to hear that. <laughs> People from deep Missouri liked it a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> Showing up to your show. They have like 20 songs. Uh, you can count them all four times. No, I don't know. <laughs> My sons love Know You're Weird. They they wanted to watch that every night when they were up for Christmas. Your sons? Yes. Well, that's oh. not too bad. Know You're Weird. That's 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 good for kids. <laughs> that is that's that is a good point. Uh, how old are your sons? Eight and nine. Okay. They want to hang out sometime? <laughs> I remember I sent that to one of my friends on Facebook, and he just says, what the fuck is this? I love it. <laughs> That's what we're going for. <laughs> do you guys do all your own videos, too? Yeah, man. Um, we have uh, Danny, the drummer, is a... Uh, professional video maker by day he works for vivid video shot where the balls are in the middle of the frame so we need to do that no um and ryan too the bass player these guys both have like degrees in film and shit they want to make cool if you need a fluffer our intern he's 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 shaking his head no looking for a keyboardist drummer and fluffer so we got crop right here i really don't play the skin flute can't back that up oh he'll back it up that's great what do you guys perform a lot um, I, I think we perform a fair amount. Um, we have a monthly show in Chicago, the first Monday of each month at North Bar. Um, we've, we've gone on tour. We're going to do another little tour in May. Uh, give us 20 bucks. We'll do a song for you just on the street. We'll do anything for 20 bucks. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. We're going to have a lot of Craigslist replies. <laughs> That's cool though. What um, I uh, earlier Slim, what did you watch? The Tombstone video? Yeah, the uh, Mala's picking on her tombstone. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Now apparently I wrote the album notes for the EP that was on, and apparently I spelled Mama wrong. How am I supposed to spell Mama? Well, we spell it M A M A, but you spell it O M M A. M O M M A. Yeah, because it's like yeah. Mom Ma at the end of it. That's, that's uh, how I would have spelled. That's it. how I would have yeah. gone with it. No, I, I there you go. M-A-M-A is a little southern. I think that's the right way to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, Ari wrote the lyrics, so she should really be the one responsible. But as per usual, a fucking man comes in and just undoes everything. <laughs> Are you still, you'll never hear the end of it, right? Broads, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, you can't live with them. You can't live without them. I know my friend Derek. I think he used to scream at his wife. I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I wish I was gay. 
Sometimes. I have lived many years without them. <laughs> Solid between the age of about 18 and 27 without them. <laughs> Not by choice. What do you guys have coming up? Do you guys have another album dropping soon? or? Hell yeah. We're uh, actually, as a matter of fact, tonight's our practice night. We're recording some demos for it. Uh, we got big plans, man. Uh, just the other day, I paid $6 to buy tittycityband.com. So that was that's the big thing we have coming up is redirecting that to something. Nice. Awesome. That's awesome. Good, yeah. good. And just in our personal lives, we got a lot of big things. You got any Tinder dates coming up, Ari? I went on a Tinder date, and he, he gave me a drum lesson. Really? Yeah. When was this? Oh, last week, so I know how to play the drums now. All right, you're fucking out, Dan. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Does he just have a drum set like in his apartment? Yeah, in his room. Okay, first off, if a guy can afford an apartment big enough for a drum set, you'd have fucked that oh, guy. Oh yeah, he has all this equipment and he said we can afford anything we want. Wait, so. you're just now breaking this I'm down? making business decisions. <laughs> She's got deals on the side, man. Guys are almost homeless. So you need to find Thank you. We appreciate that. I, by the way, have been offering to fuck people for recording time. It has not worked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ariana, how long have you been singing for? Um, I don't know. My whole life, I guess. Not well, but my whole life. And here I am shouting songs about queeps, and it's fantastic. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, voice lessons, or do you just self-taught? Yeah, when I was younger, I did a lot of, like, opera and choir. That was the first thing I did. I was in an opera, and now it's totally different. Now I'm just, now I'm just like, burping into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Downgraded, but it's fun. What, um, do you, uh, do you believe, like, because I've heard anybody could sing, and I don't believe that. I can't fucking sing. <laughs> No, that's not true, but... Um, <laughs> cool. Because they say anyone, if, if you have the proper lessons or whatever, you could sing. And then, no, I can't. Yeah that's, you, yeah, that's good for you, because a lot of people are lying to themselves. <laughs> well, there are, like, a lot of my favorite singers can't sing to save their life. And what I'm learning as someone who can't sing but likes to sing, the trick is to... Know the limits of your voice and not yes. push it any yeah, further. Yeah, that's definitely that's true, man. True. I, I used to be in a band like back when I was younger, and that's definitely like the way to go. <laughs> yeah. What about Rebecca Black? I think that's where she. Oh, she's she's, she's talented. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave her a song, right? We'll leave Rebecca. Cool. <laughs> Friday. We should cover that song. Why don't we do that? You guys should. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear drums in the background. We literally practice at a children's music school. Really? Yeah, I've, I've totally been digging it the whole time. I, I really like it. <laughs> we practice there. We got a free room with all the equipment and stuff like that. But tragically, the children uh, won't die. <laughs> now, what do you play, uh, Colin? You play the, the, the guitar? Play the git fiddle, um, play the six string guitar, and do some singing. Nice. Yipping. And who's the drummer, Ryan or Danny? Danny, representing right over here. And Ryan plays the bass. Yes, Danny's just staring into the middle distance, very sad right now. <laughs> Are you upset? <laughs> He's got a lot of time. <laughs> 
Would you guys uh, perform a song for us? We would love to perform a song for you guys this fine day. Awesome. Uh, I just realized now we have to get a keyboard. So, um, fuck it. We'll just do acoustics. Thank yeah. We'll just do Mama on a 12-string. How about that? That's fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Strap broke for this, so I gotta sit down. <laughs> it's better for singing, right? You yeah. Know how to sing. Yeah, I gotta crush your diaphragm. Right? Crush my diaphragm? Yeah. Well, then I might get pregnant. <laughs> All right, folks. This song is called "Mama's Picking Out Her Tombstone." This one is an Ari Freeman original. What was your inspiration for this one? Um, I was standing in the pizza aisle, and I realized that. I'm gonna die because I eat too much pizza. <laughs> so, this is it. You'll die happy though. That's true. <laughs> You've been on tour with you eat pizza once, but there was the one day I had three burritos and I farted so terribly. Yeah, I have brain damage from that day. <laughs> in uh, St. Louis, and there were two separate rooms, and we were like, all right, we'll let Ari sleep in one room, and us guys will sleep in the other. And then Ryan and Danny were like, your farts are so bad. You <laughs> so you got your own room that you won. <laughs> How close did my ass gas get if you guys consider leaving the band? <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> all right, let's do this, Tim. Bye. 
solo when it's just an acoustic version of the song. <laughs> it's very ever, I was like, oh, I didn't figure out what to do yet. Uh, I'll have to do the worst possible thing. <laughs> what were you going to say, Pete? I don't know. The, the, the guitar solo was like kind of, it, it kind of reminded me of like Led Zeppelin a little bit. When yeah. Acoustic, yeah. Nice. Better. That's the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, we're like the Led Zeppelin of uh, fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the morons. We are the morons. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You guys have a song about Red Lobster? Yes, we have that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I hope you talk about those biscuits. They're amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a song. Um, do we have time to do it? Yeah. yeah go I only ask because Ari hates it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, this song is actually, it's really cool because we got an endorsement deal from Red Lobster. They reached out to us and they uh, wanted us to write a song for their new advertising campaign. So we wrote this tune. Really? Yeah. Nice. At all. <laughs> Baby, well, one thing 
happen once before, if you really must know. Okay. I think that should be in the commercials. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. Didn't know how we got that email. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. And what uh, what do you guys have coming up, like uh, performing? Well, this Monday, March 6th, we're at North Bar in Chicago. Uh, Thursday, oh, we're at that outdoor festival, Hong Kong Pizza Party, uh, May 19th. We're like the late night thing there. Oh, where are we at next week, Ryan? Oh, we're playing a show downtown. I don't even know. Oh, Under- Underground Wonder Bar. Underground Wonder Bar, which is on Bar Rescue, and the owner's Bar fucking Rescue. crazy. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> nice. Well, that. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, if you go to facebook.com slash T-C-I-T-T-Y music, you can see uh, all of our dates and shit. Awesome, guys. You guys rock. Thank you, yeah, Robin thank, thank Slim. Thank you so much for having us, Robin which, Slim. Which one's Rob and which one's Slim? I never figured that out. Oh, uh, I got the Yankees hat on. Yeah, And the uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole shirt. Right. Uh, and- Poopy Butthole shirt on? Yes. Yeah, I'm okay. A Rick and Morty shirt on too. Nice, dude. I need season three, bro. Yeah, I, well, you know, I want one too. Uh, Dan Hawkins will do a song for it if you produce an entire. <laughs> and Slim, what do you got? Uh, I'm a, yeah, I'm wearing a symbiote t-shirt symbiote. right now. And yeah. Slamborghini, he is our intern. And yeah. Fluffer, he's got a Metallica sweatshirt. Yeah, it's the intern. Uh, <laughs> he's a fake intern though yeah, yeah he no, came with the show he lives he's Slim's roommate yeah I kind of so. just live in the room next door to Slim so. <laughs> he doesn't get any college credits and that's actually how that went we were just doing the show and sat him down on a mic and that was that we're like there bro was, come on there, there was no like ever asking him to join the show or anything <laughs> and they just, just kept like, on handing me alcohol and it we just, do <laughs> we, we, we feed him alcohol <laughs> <laughs> we take care of them. <laughs> Guys, thank you again. Thank you, sir. 
Anytime. And uh, where are you guys on Twitter? Uh, at Titty City? Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're at Titty, T-I-T-T-Y underscore C-I-T-T-Y. Two T's at City. Two, Two T's. T's. <laughs> All, All right. right, guys. Thank you again. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Have a great have night, a guys. One. Have a good one. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, they were great. <laughs> oh my god, my face fucking hurt. That was, <laughs> that was so funny. I did not what I expected. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> I'm at like, when are the, when's the lobster gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until like, the very end of the song, right? <laughs> it was fucking up. <laughs> the parking lot of Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I, I was trying to come up with something to sign us out, but that was what could be better than that? Holy shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, this is just Slamborghini here telling you not to fuck your cousins behind the parking lot in the Red Lobster. But that wasn't Slamborghini. <laughs> Slamborghini oh. wouldn't tell us I not feel like, to. I feel like oh. you lose, like you forget yeah, how dude, your character sounds oh, once yeah. in a while. Like, that was just Pete. That was yeah. just Peter. Okay, this is, this is intern Peter. You and, you and Slamborghini are two different people. Yeah, yeah he, he takes over sometimes. The yeah. line is coming... Thinner is it? Right. Has it become dry? I don't know. I think he's just becoming. <laughs> he's becoming. He's really gonna be. He's melting. I just gotta start smoking. I just gotta start smoking like a pack of cigars a day so that my voice actually sounds like about some crack. Right. He can't do that. That's what he just said. He can't do the Slamborghini voice anymore. So you guys are not getting any more Slamborghini ever. It's yep. a lie. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Love you guys. With Hollywood Christian Vogel next week. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hollywood. Right. Hollywood in the house. For Hollywood, boxing. baby. Boxing night. <laughs> okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down.